Hey guys, welcome back to Living Off the Land, episode 147. I'm stepping in for Dan this week for the intro. We have special guest Joe Janiak on the podcast tonight. Joe is a longtime family friend of mine. He is a uh, former actor, voiceover actor, model, who moved out to L.A. for some time. And he basically just kind of spilled all the stories from his time in Hollywood. And it's a cannot-miss episode. It's honestly one of the most incredible episodes we've had so far. So uh, tune into that. We get into the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, talk about what a blowout it was, Brady's legacy, uh, any drama that kind of unfolded. And then we talk about Joe's time growing up in Cleveland, his favorite parts in Cleveland, uh, since he is from Garfield Heights. But before we get started with that, let's talk about the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Welcome back, boys, on this frigid uh, Tuesday night mm. in the land. Um, we are sipping a wonderfully delicious, one of the most unique porters I've ever had in my life. Uh, we are drinking Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Uh, this is brought to brought to us by our... Famous guest, uh, Joe Janiak, right? Did I say your last name correctly? Perfect. Right. You didn't call Flawless. him John. You didn't call him John like I did. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin. Yeah. Flawless intro. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Joe. Well, you it was are, flawless. You're the guest of honor. We have a lot of fun stories and wild tales we're going to learn about his life. Um, you brought us this beer. What inspired this beer? And let's just maybe give a little a little intro to this beer and why you brought it over. Well, I'm a huge Yangling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they came out with the seasonal Hershey's Porter, I said, ah, I'm not really a Porter guy, but mm-hmm. the chocolate kind of enticed me. You know, yeah. everybody likes chocolate, absolutely, especially the ladies. And even if you don't, you just pretend you do. <laughs> exactly. So I, I bought a 12-pack and uh, just guzzled it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, that's what I was... It's. <clears throat> It's almost too easy. It's, it's so good. It's almost too easy to drink. All right. Sudden, I, I could see myself all of a sudden... There's one four or five other, of them in realizing one other oh, beer. Shit, what did I just do? Falling <laughs> out of your chair. There's one other porter I've had that reminds me of this, where it's it doesn't even taste like a beer. Uh, that's um, Breckenridge's vanilla porter. Oh, uh, so it's the it, it's not. I mean, the flavor profile is different, right? But it it's in the same way when you have like if you were to give this to someone who doesn't like beer. There's no way they would drink this and be like, oh, this is a beer. Like, they might not even realize what this is. Like, it's so different. Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah, very unique beer. So when did you first try this? I tried this probably about four months ago. Okay. And it's so a seasonal recently. thing. So it's done for the year. It's already done, yeah. And uh, I drove to about five beverage stores that had it, and they were all out. Wow. So I found one 12-pack and uh, bought that. 
called a buddy of mine. I said, hey, I'm coming over with this. And he said, hey, my brother's on his way in from Pittsburgh. I said, whoa. Uh, there you out. go. Yeah. Slow down. Tell him to pull over. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> the so he did. He pulled over and stopped at the distributor in his town. The guy had a pallet of them. <laughs> he said, that's it. After that, it's done till next year. Yeah, yeah. I said, get me 12 12 packs. <laughs> I so love I've been it. handing them out. Yeah, wow. twelve pack to a buddy. Try this. Oh, that is. Buddy yeah, right? You're spreading the good I word. Right. Chocolate. We're doing marketing for Yingling. Wow. Absolutely. I know. Are you getting a cut? You should be. Yeah, if, right. if you're not, you ought to. Be. We got to call some. Little folks. Pay now. Little commish. Little ten percent <laughs> on the side. I like that. Yeah. Little commish. You, you made me a fan already. I will add this to my, uh, you know, list. lineup in the future. Your list of filth. Yeah. <laughs> it is filthy. Filthy good beer, man. Decadent. It is decadent. This literally tastes like it's like dessert like liquid dessert like right? it's like a chocolate cream pie that's like in a liquid form or something. it's it's truly spectacular i'm not i'm glad I'm, you like it. i'm not the biggest like i like the yingling lagers they're mm-hmm. not bad I, but some of their seasonals i'm whatever on i need to try them more i just don't yeah. try them enough but this is blowing my mind um America's oldest brewery too. That's uh-huh. that, and that, yeah. I guess that's still true, right? That's, <laughs> I, I, I've heard some people dispute it, but I think it is technically the longest. Like that's uh, what's a continuous continuously brewery, right? operating might be the eighteen twenty nine. It's yeah. founded. Mm-hmm. But I, obviously, I, I'm assuming during prohibition that stopped. I don't know. And then well, you never I don't know. know. Sure, I mean, maybe they kept running it. I have to look that up. We'll have to look that up. Oh, in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. We're talking about America, yeah. big boy. It, it yeah. is yingling. There's, there's yeah. some breweries over in Germany that yeah, are going to like 1500s. Yeah. If we're talking yeah. world, it's got to it's gotta be German. Yeah. Absolutely. Bavaria. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's go around the room. I'll start. Uh, actually, you know what, Joe? You're the guest. You start. Um, okay. Obviously, you like Way this, to be polite, Jordan. But tell us <laughs> tell us what you what you like about it, and obviously, we know you're going to get it again because you bought out like the whole city's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> half a pallet. Um, so let's just let's <laughs> say what you like about it, and then if you want to rate it, uh, one to th- one through ten. Okay. And, yeah. Um, it, the smoothness of it, and like I said, I'm I'm not a huge chocolate fan or a fan of a porter, but it just the combination of flavors in this thing, it just my palate's like dancing, mm-hmm. like dirty dancing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's filthy. Movie. That's right. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Hey now. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, I think it's very, very smooth. If I had to rate this beer um, personally, I'd give it an eight, a solid eight. Mm, there you go. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'll go next. I you 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 took a lot of the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's it's spectacular. It's uh, it like I it, I just think of chocolate cream pie. Like that's what I think of like in a can uh, or a bottle, I should say. Um, I love it. I can't wait to buy this next year. This is going to be on my seasonal list for sure. Ooh, rating it. I'm, mm, I'm going to, I don't mean to be a copycat, but I'm going to go, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to go 8.5 actually. Nice. I'm going to go a little higher. I, I'm truly impressed by So this. you really didn't mean to be a copycat because no, you uh, weren't. I wasn't a copycat. I was thinking about it, but. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Second. Yeah, this is, this is spectacular. Uh, I, so funny story. So I actually. <clears throat> for the longest time, haven't drank Yingling. When I was in college, uh, it was when you still couldn't get Yingling in Ohio. Right. You had to go to Pennsylvania and get it and bring it over. You couldn't buy it in the stores here. Mm -hmm. So when I was in college, that had just changed. Like right before that, my buddy 
his parents would always go like to Pennsylvania, my family or whatever, and they would bring him back Yingling, just regular old Yingling, Yingling light Yingling. <coughs> and so when it when it became legals in college, whatever, that's all we drank. That is all we drank, and I got burnt out on it. I drank it so I drank Yingling so it's like any time we went out and had a beer, or whatever, it was Yingling. Mm-hmm. So I got burnt out on it. So I like for, probably for the past ten years, I've I've very rarely have had a Yingling. Only if it's like I go somewhere, somebody's house or something. It's the only thing they got. Like I'll drink it. Sure. But this is this is spectacular. Oh, good. I'm glad you like. Um, it. Yeah, this is awesome. I uh, I'll give this a seven point eight. Nice. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would definitely buy this again. Whenever awesome. whenever it comes out again. For sure. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna continue. Actually. I will be the copycat because I was thinking seven eight. So you nailed the number. Uh, this is great. I think what the, my favorite thing about it is you still get a little bit of that chocolate flavor, but it's not like fake or forced. Like yeah, you know how over, like it's not overpowered. Sometimes you get some of like some beers that are flavored with something, and it just comes off as like too sweet and almost like I don't know how to describe it. But it's just it's it. This is just subtle enough that you know it's there and it's not ridiculous good point. So good point i'm a i'm a big fan of it and yeah you hit the nail on the head too it's just super smooth again one of those ones it could be dangerous where if you if i had a six pack or you know 12 pack of these guys and i was just kind of hanging out watching a game of some kind yeah. half the half the thing would be gone and i'd be that'd be sideways yeah what um, is the abv on this I, you know, I don't know but six or eight of them you're on the news yeah, enough yeah. Of them, yeah. <laughs> you're on the news, kid. The news. <laughs> channel 19 and yeah. enough I don't know. It's probably somewhere four to five ish. Yeah, I would say. I'm guessing that. Yeah, but it's great. Good call. Thank you for bringing. Oh, my pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Excited. Absolutely. Well, you've been here before. Yes. You weren't on the show. You're just kind of uh, taking it in. That's right. Uh, so uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on again. And uh, my pleasure. How we how do you, how do we want to kick things off? I, I know how I want to kick things off. I well, want to kick talk, it, baby. I want to talk about how you ended up on Monday Night Raw. Let's get oh, after it. Jump crazy right story. <clears throat> the back World in- Wrestling was it Federation back then or was it Entertainment? Uh, when was it? Two thousand. It was two thousand four. Okay, so it was enter- it was probably it Entertainment, entertainment. Yeah, WWE. WWE. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Super Slam down there at yep. the. Uh, at the queue. At the queue, right, right. Or it was still Gundarina back then. It was then, Gundarina, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's how it happened. Uh, at the time, here in Cleveland, I was doing some local voiceover work, some commercials, and, uh, you know, some independent film things. And my agent had called me and he said, this was like 3 30 on a, I think it was a Tuesday night. Or no, it was a Monday night. I'm sorry, Monday night yeah. raw. It was Tuesday, it was something entirely different. He says, where are you at? I said, I'm downtown Cleveland. He says, what are you wearing? I said, what do you mean? What am I wearing? <laughs> I said, I'm wearing a suit. Just got out of a sales call. He says, do you have a briefcase? I said, not on me, but I can get one. I go, why? What do you need? He goes, do you want to play the WWE lawyer on Monday Night Raw? And I said, well, who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm in. Where do I need to go? So I called a good buddy of mine. I said, do you have a briefcase? He says, yeah. I drove to Independence. Grabbed the briefcase, swung around, rolled right back downtown to the Gundarina. Tells me who to look for. I find the person. They take me backstage. I'm standing there like an absolute idiot in a suit with a briefcase, <laughs> you know, impersonating a WWE lawyer. And uh, once everybody found out who I was, 
most of the wrestlers were walking by looking at me like, you know, maybe we should talk about my contract or something. And I'm like, dude, I'm not a real. <laughs> you know, it was weird. It was eerie because these guys are like huge. Oh, my you know, gosh. So, but they, you actually had guys then. coming up to you. Were well, like, they were looking at me like they wanted to come talk to me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. then they figured out. He's, the, he's, he's the guy that knows the business. Actor. This yeah. guy's, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You weren't, a, this isn't real? This <laughs> <laughs> isn't real? <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so they put me in this room for about an hour and a half and nobody comes in so then finally somebody comes in and we go into the uh production trailer and there's vince mcmahon and his daughter jerry lawler and you know they're sitting around the table and big browns fan by the way yeah 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 so they introduced me to everybody and they're like hey thanks for doing this tonight for us and yada 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 and then vince mcmahon says hey listen here's what we're going to do we're going to rehearse what we're going to do tonight but i just want to tell you one thing when that table comes up in the air Get the bleep out of the ring as fast as you can. So you can probably imagine what he said. Yeah. Great guy. Couple funny dude. So I said, not a problem. So I'm sitting there thinking, what if I don't get out of the ring? What if I just start clubbing everybody with this briefcase? Yes. And then next thing you know, I'm a big-time yeah. WWE right. wrestler. Right. You got a contract. Right? Rip the sleeves off my pinstripe suit. There you just go. go berserk. And then I came down to reality. I yeah. said, nah, you can't do that. So we rehearsed, and uh, we were getting ready to get ready, and all of a sudden, you know, the the lights went down, the fireworks went off, and Jerry Lawler and I come walking down the ramp. Oh, my God. And the funniest thing in the world was that it was dead silence in Gundarina when he and I were walking down this ramp. Yeah. And I had a very stoic, straight face, and all I heard halfway down the ramp was somebody yell, Genius! <laughs> and it took all my acting chops to not bust, bust out laughing. Because I'm thinking, who in the heck is that? <laughs> Turned out to be my cousin's son. Oh. He goes, Dad, there's Uncle Joe. And he, and he said he, he almost dropped his phone because he was texting everybody. Like, Genius on WWE, what in the heck is Everybody that? turn on Raw right now. Right. So then it began. And I don't know if you've seen the spot. If you watched it, I, I, I'd YouTube, have to go up and look. You can watch it. Yeah, we'll have and, to pull that uh, out. It, uh, it was with Matt Hardy and Kane and Lita, who, by the way, is gorgeous. It was a marriage contract wrong signing. Oh, yeah. So that if, uh, if, yeah, if, if uh, Matt Hardy lost the match, Kane would marry Lita. So it was a big to do, and he <laughs> threw the table up in the air. And I this was that. This was I remember this. This was actually a huge storyline yes. in WWE at that yes. time. Yes, huge. Like Kane was like the biggest star in WWE back then, 2004. Oh, uh-huh. huge man. He was the Undertaker's quote unquote brother. Yeah, huge man, about seven foot. I mean, yeah, he's a monster. Oh yeah, and I think a mayor now. Yeah, he's, he's the mayor of Knox a, County, he's an elected Tennessee. official. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yep. fun fact of Kane big fact boy. for you, big boy. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was just a blast. And then to make it even better, as backstage, it was the Ho Train was there that night. <laughs> Godfather, the Godfather bow, and the Ho Train. So I mean, there was like I felt like I was in at the Playboy Mansion in the Grotto in the backyard right. with you Hefner. <laughs> I mean, these women were gorgeous, absolutely oh, gorgeous. Wow, that's perfect tens. Like fifty of them walking by me. <laughs> what? What? Uh, well, you said it was two thousand four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is four. I don't know my wrestling very well. Was this like the golden era, or is this around the golden era of wrestling? Like how? Oh gosh, I, I guess know. that probably depends on who you'd ask. Yeah. 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 It was. It was happening. Was it, was it in rocking. August? 
Yes. I think I found it. Yes. August. uh, It was 2004. Uh, Was it August? Yes, it was August. Yes. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So table goes up. Yep. You scram out of the room. Oh, I scurry out of there like a wild badger. At that point, did you just have to, like, hightail it out of there, or were you just kind of... I ran up the ramp and just scurried out of there. There I am sitting there. Had the little salt and pepper looking like John Gotti. There's Lita. Wow. Liz. That's JR. That's not Jerry Lawler. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's (laughs) JR. My my bad. My bad. Good old Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you. That's Kane. That guy. Oh, Oh, Kane. He was enormous. That's a big man. There's the kid. Little pinstripe. Little silver tie. And Kane was pretty cut up back then, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm used to like. Wait, which one's Kane? I honestly right. Big boy. The bald guy with that hair. Yeah, he. uh, Oh my gosh, he looks he's like a, a scary he looks looking like cat, a, man. Like, you, like yeah, I mean, you had, yeah, you're surrounded by these enormous dudes. Like, you just had to be, like, you're a strong guy, you're a big yeah, guy, yeah, but like, I, I want to get to where the table comes stocky, out. Yeah, I, I can't see. imagine just seeing like all these monsters walking around. Oh, they're. Dude. I want to see you jump out of the ring. Oh yeah, you see me, <laughs> scary kid. I got out of there quick. That was my cat like reflexes. You're young looking, hardy too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and he's a small guy. I was like, "Wow, right. man!" I know it always cracks me up because you'll see guys like Kane and or, oh, yeah. and Taker and oh, Big Show and all these guys, God. but then they've got you know, yep, they've got their what's their um, like it's like uh, not the flyweight, um, it's on is it an NXT thing cruiserweight cruiserweight or yeah. whatever? It's a bunch of these like little guys and they do all kinds of this all yes. the acrobatic stuff. Yes, I'll tell you what was wild in there though. If you notice, like I. Caught the contract. Oh, yeah. And I put it in the briefcase, but Matt Hardy threw it at me like 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> it, thank God I was a college catcher in baseball. Right, yeah, if, right. I if I wouldn't have caught that, it probably would have cut somebody's eye open in the crowd. He fired that thing at me. <laughs> That's wild. Put it right in the briefcase. And it's got to be coming like, up oh soon. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Kane's loser. Is mine. Really this is Here it comes. Yeah, so I Hardy just, flips the table? Oh, yeah. He flips it on Kane, and I scurry out of there and run up the ramp. <laughs> I'm oh, just was... picturing you having a conversation with Vince McMahon. Like, here we go. The table goes, comes. get out. Look at me. I'm Bye. Yep, you're like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See me in the background. Yep. Right? What, what, what's going on here? Oh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I got to scurry up the ramp. That's there right. I am. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that is oh, was classic. That's wild. So then the next day, you know, the calls are pouring in. Right. What? In the how in the where in the you know it was crazy. Yeah, all how just because you yeah there? your agent called and how's it a right found, place at the right yeah time? found a briefcase all. yeah that is just oh it was a blast <coughs> that was fun. you ever talked to any of them after uh no or do anything else for WWE no 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 nope, nope, nope. that was just a local thing you know they right, just right. grab local talent <laughs> yeah 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 just, you know whoever can do it could do it I think yeah. I it was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, but yeah. it was a blast. oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the oh, I don't care about the money. Yeah. You're in an arena full of twenty thousand people. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the name yelled out by somebody. It's so quiet. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, the the odds of you know, know. family being in the arena yeah. right there that night. That's what I thought. I was like, this is crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah it was wild. a blast. That's wow. nuts. That was a blast. <laughs> and you mentioned real quick. This is a total sidebar away from WWE. You mentioned sure. college catcher. Where did you play your college ball? At? I started out at Kent State University. Okay, Golden yep. Flashes. Yep, yep, Golden Flashes. And then uh, we had a coaching change. Bob Morgan went to Indiana, who was a staple at Kent, great mm-hmm. coach. And then we uh, we inherited Bob Morgan, uh, not Bob Morgan, um, 
Bob Todd, who was the Ohio State baseball coach. Okay. Great run down there. So he brought in his own guys, and I said, ah, you know what, I think I'm going to transfer. So I went to uh, play the rest of my career down at Missouri Southern. Oh, okay. Collegiate League in Illinois, and uh, one of the pitchers pitched for Missouri Southern. Caught him all season. He's like, man, we need a catcher. And, and yeah, I love the way you call games and yada, yada, yada. So they recruited me, and I went down there, finished up down there, and uh, went from playing, I don't know, 31 games up north to 91. Oh, wow. So, wow. you know. Significant increase. I mean, if you yeah. want to play baseball and get a shot at you know the minors or the pros, you don't want to just play 31 games right, in right. cold weather. Right. You know, I think our first game at Kent was snowing. Was oh flurries. yeah. I mean, without it, every yeah. single year you're playing. Yeah. It was the same track meets. You know, yes. up here. Yeah. You're running. You know, they're clearing mm-hmm. snow and crap yeah. off. You're running in sleet. Yep. It's a nightmare. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Of course, the talent. You know, we we had uh, Oklahoma State. We had Kansas. We had uh, oh wow. In okay. Oklahoma, Texas. I mean, we played the big boys. I mean, we played the big boys. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State. Robin Ventura. Who oh yeah. Uh, coach uh, the Chicago Cubs. He uh, actually, we were on ESPN at one point because we were an NAIA school, mm-hmm. and we were playing Oklahoma State at the time. They had a 31 game winning streak. Oh wow! And we were winning in the wow. in the uh, the bottom of the ninth. Wow! Robin Ventura came up, and there was we were up by two runs. Bases were loaded. And I called a slider away, and my uh, pitcher shook me off and threw a fastball, low and away. And Robin Ventura smoked it left center, mm. grand slam. Wow. We lost. Mm. And I wow. think you know we were on ESPN because it was like, oh, this NAIA school is going to wow. beat Oklahoma State, and we lost. Yep. Uh. As soon as he threw the ball, I ran off the field. Yeah, like you knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I smoked it. Oh, it's Robin Ventura. Oh my God, he was. Wow. One of the best oh my God, I've that's seen. That's got to be. Well, yeah, and you guys see it all from calling the game the whole time. I mean, you know, like oh, there's, sure. There's there's certain certain times you know, and pitchers know it too. You know, yeah. if there's if sometimes if a pitcher just throws a meatball over the corner, like they, they don't even turn around to no, see it go. They know it's they, going. They they hear yeah. it, they see it, it's yep. over. Yep, yep. Brutal. So yeah, we. Uh, it, it was fun. I mean, I traveled, uh, you know, and then Mickey Mantle. I met Mickey Mantle because oh. he would come in every year and do a uh, celebrity fundraiser at Loma Linda Golf Club, which was mm-hmm. right in Joplin, outside of Joplin. So uh, he would come. Yogi Berra would come. The Scourin wow. brothers that played, you know, for the Yankees right. back in wow. the day. You know, we'd clean tables and yeah. have a few beers with these guys. And uh, it was just, it was magical. It was magical. Like legends of legends. Oh, my God. Like, yes. Wow. Yes. Moose Scourin. I mean, those yeah. guys back in the day, they were, Jeez. and all they did was drink. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard a lot of those classic, like, oh, drink, baseball smoke, guys. Everything, well, yeah. Yeah, that's what that whole, I mean, even going back to, you know, Babe Ruth was oh. having, you know, whiskey and cigars, you know, mid-game. That was, you know. Whiskey. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, imagine, oh, imagine yeah. like, I mean, Playing sports at like a professional level, and you're you're willingly choosing to drink alcohol and smoke <laughs> smoke cigarettes. I mean, and professional stuff like that. sports just, was a different game back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was yes, a bunch yeah, of a bunch yeah. of you know farm boys. You know, they do their work on the farm and then they go play their game in the evening. And you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it still just blows it's, my it's mind. Crazy. I yeah. just, how do you feel good doing that? I don't even want to. I barely even want to <laughs> drink Gatorade when I play sports. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I feel like if you took like imagine taking some of those guys, you know, from back in the day yeah. and seeing like what professional athletes look like nowadays, and that like that's that's your living. You know, imagine telling you know uh, a Yogi Berra. 
that LeBron James spends over a million dollars on just taking care of his body every single year. Let alone, I mean, look at Tom Brady. You know, there's a there's a Super Bowl segue, the TB12 method, and how he won't eat with some. I don't even know what his list of things. Yeah, he has some special. You know, he's got this like. You know, I think he's actually just a vampire. He's (laughs) could be goat goat sacrifices or a demon. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, or that. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, I mean, like again, like look at a guy like from back in the day, like Babe Ruth would look at Tom Brady and be like, you know, you, you, you Sally, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you, you know, yeah. have a beard, have, have a glass of whiskey, do your thing. But yeah. that's, it's, athletes are different now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Everything's changed. Well, LeBron drinks a crap ton of wine. Although he, he's a big vino. But he doesn't do it wine. while he's playing. He doesn't play. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Wine, <laughs> wine is like of the alcoholic beverages, from what I understand, is one of the safer ones to drink if you're in trying to be in shape. Like, uh, that's what I've heard. I don't know. I have no right. idea. I mean, I have that no and idea. probably seltzers, but. Yeah, yeah. I could be totally off saying this, but isn't uh, wine like an like a? Uh, it's an antioxidant. Doesn't yeah? Doesn't it like help like oxidize your blood or something? The, like no, that? there there are definitely as long as you don't abuse it. Right. There's a lot of benefits there's 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 heart yeah. benefits to drinking yes. wine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like yeah. like a glass at dinner or something. Yeah, like, and I the way LeBron does it doesn't seem problematic at all. I mean, you know, you're yeah. not hanging out with him every night. No, I know he could obviously hide how much, he, yeah, but true, whatever yeah. he's doing is working <laughs> yeah. because that he don't yeah. get injured. He no. doesn't get injured. No. So, you know, it's I, very true. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, he can drink as much wine as he wants if that, you know, he's also lurks. Let's, uh, mean, however, let, let's, let's tall. talk, let's yeah. talk about a uh, story that you started to get into before we started recording. Yes. How'd you end up on the Jimmy Kimmel show? Oh boy, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> I, uh, I met this kid in L.A., one of my roommates, Jimmy DePisa. He's about 6'3", about 260. Yeah. <clears throat> big boy, man. Just a big kid. So we're sitting around one night, and uh, you know we'd get these uh, audition specs that would come across the computer, and they were looking for a couple mob guys for <laughs> uh, a skit that they were performing with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. And we said, let's suit up. Let's get our suits on and let's just go crash this audition. So we were laughing the whole time there because it was close to where we lived. So we just walked there, uh, the El Capitan Theater. So we bust through security kind of, you know, with a little bit of BS and get our way through and get upstairs. And we're sitting there with all the other people that were legitimately there to audition. (laughs) So... We're the last two sitting there, and the lady comes out and she says, "Can I get your names? I don't." And so we give them, give her our names, and she goes, "Why well, don't have you on a, on my list?" Well, like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> and we said, "Well, we're who here. are you? Yeah, we're here. We're here for the two mob guys. You need two mob guys." <laughs> and she goes, "Well, we already have everybody casted. I mean, I don't get it. How you're not on my list?" I said, "Well, we don't know what happened, but we're here." And she goes, "Well, well hold we're on, here. Hold on for a minute." So she goes back out the door and comes back in and she says I don't know what's going on here but I don't have your names I don't know who you are but we can use you so if you want to stick around we can use you and so that was just a a a joke throughout the whole time I was in LA we'd come back to that story and we did get in a skit and we did get paid um and it was just hilarious on, on how you can bamboozle your way sometimes in Hollywood. And that's when we met the two gentlemen that were the voiceover kings after La Fontaine, who yeah. was the number one guy, yeah, passed he's, uh, away. He's like the super famous. Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was number one, and yeah. then there was number two and number three there. And it was the weirdest thing, because when they were talking to each other, they would be like, 
Yeah, so how's the family doing? It's <laughs> all good. My <laughs> kids in grade so... school coming this fall. Oh, that is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it was like unbelievable. We're just sitting there like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. these guys are just... legends, man. And, and their, their voices were just, you know, you could just tell. You're like, wow, man. Yeah. That was awesome. That's yeah. So, so that was cool. the Jimmy Kimmel uh, incident. So what like so what do you think obviously you've you know you've had these cool opportunities and you had this amazing story with uh Jimmy Kimmel but do you think it's a confidence thing like like what do you think convinced that lady to just not be like get out of here <laughs> I, I think it 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 was humbling you know I mean sure. we, we yeah there's a certain amount of confidence but it was like she almost felt sorry for us like what are you losers <laughs> okay, here yeah, my yeah. list or whatever but since you're here all right, we'll use you. Yeah. Because yeah. we did have a good look. I mean, I had yeah. the salt and pepper hair going at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. The Suited Gotti and booted. Yeah. yeah. And big Jimmy DePizzo was like my bodyguard. Big, you know, 6'3". was enormous. The kid. Yeah. So yeah. Tiny. Like, well, these guys are almost perfect, they're, even though they're not on our list. Yeah. Let's use them. Right. Sure. So, sure. Yeah, I mean, it, you got to have a certain amount of confidence. Absolutely. What's the lesson there? Maybe just shoot your shot? <laughs> I mean... Because I feel like just go I, I, with just, it. Just not not to get like all yeah. serious, but I feel like this is a good little thing to segue off of real quick. Because I feel like a lot of us are so hesitant. I know I'm hesitant. Yeah. I've, I've spent most of my life being hesitant and like, oh, I don't know. But in the last few years, I've changed that up a bit, yeah. and I've just found so many more open doors when you just when you just declare what you want or like try, just try it. Absolutely. Least, you know? Well, you got to grow into that. I mean, yeah. you, know, you got to get your confidence level up. You know, you got to be rejected like me 8 million mm -hmm. times. I mean, at, at some point you're just like, Hey, I'm going to try it. And mm -hmm. what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. It works. Yeah. You know, so if you don't try, you don't know, yeah. you know, just like down the road, if we talk about my little motorcycle song, if you don't ride, you don't know. There you go. I mean, you know, if you don't ride a motorcycle, you don't yeah. know what Check the it out on YouTube. Yeah, Over a million oh, yeah. views. Yeah. Yeah, we had a fun time with that one too. That uh, that was that was good times. So yeah, no, I mean it, it's you, you gotta you gotta give it a shot. You know what Wayne Gretzky say? Yeah, you know, oh yeah, you, the you famous miss a thousand yeah. shots you don't take. Yeah, yeah. so take yeah. the shot, man. Didn't Michael Scott say that? Yeah. I think yeah, I thought <laughs> Michael Scott said that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, it's like don't let let someone else tell you no. Don't tell yourself no. Absolutely. Let someone else right. be the one to say no. Yeah, and if they say point. no, then yep, that's a good move, point, Ryan. Move yourself Absolutely. Along. So. This is a good segue. How did you get into the acting world? Like, how did like where did that all start? And and maybe let's go into a little bit of uh, your experiences. And I'm gonna tell you exactly you how that started. I was living in Garfield Heights at the time, and you know, of course, I was a class clown, and everybody's like, "Oh man, you're a trip. You should do stand up comedy." Yada mm -hmm. yada yada. I never pursued it because mm -hmm. probably at the time I didn't have the confidence. So I bumped into a buddy of mine who I grew up with, Phil Landrico. And I don't know if you guys know the Christmas tree farms all over the mm -hmm. city where they sell the Christmas mm -hmm. trees. Mm -hmm. His father started that. Oh, wow. His father okay. started as a kid when he was like 12 years old selling Christmas trees with his dad. Mm. And he's a multi-millionaire today. Wow. Hmm. Selling Christmas trees. His Christmas trees. Wow. Doing, doing things like for a month out of the year. Yes. Unreal. Hustle. Crazy. Hustle. Crazy. Great man. So his son, Phil, sorry, his son, Phil, I bumped into him one night at a restaurant. He says, Joey, what are you up to? I said, ah, Phil, you know, just working, sales. He says, what are you doing tonight? What kind of car are you driving? I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? At the time, I had a white Lexus ES300. It was in great shape. I just purchased it. So he said, hey, we're doing a shoot down at Cleveland PMs. At the time, it was an adult entertainment center. Hey, now. Yeah. Oh. Hoo-ah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, hey, do you mind? Can we use your car? 
I said, yeah, let's roll down there. Yeah. I got nothing going on. How old were you around this time? I was 36. I was about 35, okay. 36 yeah. years old. Yeah. I had a salt and pepper receding hairline at the sure. time. Yeah. I didn't have quite the hairline you have. Yeah. I mean, I have, I'm have. i starting to get no, the salt no, and pepper, kid, You're though. solid. you got a good 10, 15, 20, 30 more <laughs> yeah. years before you start seeing right, some money. All right, well, You'll that's good right. to know, hopefully. Good-looking kid. You'll be all right. <laughs> so we rolled down there, and I meet the director, who turned out to be a great friend of mine. So the mm-hmm. director says, man, you got a good look. You know, the salt and pepper, kind of like the John Gotti kind of look. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I got another great story about that out oh, in L.A. John Gotti, okay. So right. uh, we go down there, and it's freezing out, and they're shooting this scene where this girl is, I don't know, she's getting beat up in the parking lot. Okay. So um, we go down there. I meet the director, and next thing you know, like I said, I'm, I become good friends with him. He puts me in his movie. It's called Connected. Okay. Now, it did not come out yet. He's still editing it. It's been, I don't know, 25 years. Oh, wait, wait. About what? four of the actors <laughs> in the movie are deceased. Okay. Wait, it still hasn't come out yet? No. He's, and he's, he's really, and really he's, and he's still editing intends, it, man. And he's, he's concentrating on it. And he still yeah. intends to release this. <laughs> What's that? He still intends to release this. Yes, yes. And it's a it's a fabulous movie. But like I said, the lead that actor is, is like 45 years old now, and he was like, 21 at the time. Wow. That is fascinating. It, it is fascinating. It's it's berserk. <laughs> it really is. I can't believe he still intends to. Wow. That's yeah. wow. Okay. So then after that, I, I looked locally for representation and I found a, a company called IMI Talent, and that's who booked me on the WWE. Nice. Oh, SummerSlam, you know, Monday Night Raw. So I, I did, uh, at the time, I, I booked an IX indoor amusement park. You know, I had mm-hmm. a fake family and mm-hmm. uh, I had a wife and <laughs> two kids and. Everybody was like, oh, my God, you look so happy in that commercial. And I said, yeah, because I, I'm really not married, and I really don't have any children. <laughs> yeah, I would tell people yeah, that right. they would laugh. Yeah. So I did some uh, local things, that. you know, yeah, some yeah. print work yeah. for American Greetings and local oh, nice. commercials. Yeah, I always forget their local. Over yeah. stuff. Hey, now. And, uh, Sunday, Sunday, that's Sunday. It. That's yeah. it. <laughs> You're right. So then, uh, you know, Things, parts start coming and, you know, commercials and industrial sure. videos. And then my agent said, you know what? You should think about rolling out to L.A. Just give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Now, he was out there probably about 10 years prior to me signing with them. Sure. Okay. And I said, man, I'm a little old, man. He says, no, they're always looking for character mm-hmm. actors and things like that. And I said, ah, well, whatever. I said, all right, well, when I turn 40, maybe I'll roll out there. So it took me a long time to get out there, but I did go out there when I turned 40. And uh, I was out there for nine years just working in the industry. Sure. I yeah. started out as an extra because you have to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like anything. Yeah. You know, and then I got my SAG card on the movie Balls of Fury with Christopher Walken. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I, want, to, yeah. I want to talk oh, about that classic. later. Oh, that's a classic story. Oh, my God. He's bizarre, but he's great. Oh, <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. So I, I received my SAG card Mom! on that, which yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which uh, made me a union actor. So you know nice. I, I yeah. was union. So you know, at the time, you know, two three hundred dollars a day on set, sitting around. I mean, you know, you look at the craft service, you get yeah twenty five folding tables of gourmet food yeah. and anything <clears throat> you wanted at any time. I was like, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful life. But also the opportunity of possibly getting into mm-hmm. a movie five and under getting on a few national commercials, making some good money. So I was out there. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mm-hmm. have a million stories, which we can't you know, tell too many tonight because we don't have enough time. <laughs> I, I have stories upon stories upon stories with major actors, major actresses. It, it, yeah. it was just amazing. And uh, if I would have never done it, 
I would have regretted it. I mean, it was a bucket sure. list. Yeah, yeah, huge yeah. bucket list. I mean, I was didn't turn out to be famous. Never wanted to be famous. Just I wanted to try it. I you wanted, wanted the to experience. Do it absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and, another one of those things where it's just like it. It probably would have been so easy for you to just say no and just kept doing what you were doing here. Mm-hmm. But you you had the confidence and took that step. You're absolutely to actually do right. it. You're absolutely. And you right. had no idea what was you know it could have flamed out and six months or you could still be there yes you know yes yeah it was uh it was it was awesome that's all i can say it was awesome what a great experience great great experience so that's how i got involved in it and Mm -hmm. uh you know i still do some little things here and there but what did just just out of curiosity what did you do before like you got into acting like you said i sales, sales. i was okay, in sales so sales. you know okay. i had the personality yeah. to deal with people and make yeah. people laugh and yeah. you know just make them feel comfortable and that's that's pretty mm. much acting you know you yeah just be yourself and and they'll direct you on how they want you to react to a certain thing or for sure you know yeah. tone it down hey give me a little more excitement you know mm-hmm. they'll, they'll coach you through it sure yeah i'll definitely coach you through it yeah, well, I don't even know where to start with the stories. I mean, well, I, I any... so I want to get to Balls of Fury. But oh yeah, yeah. We, let's first, start with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or, we or, can start or, with that. Let's or, start with that. Okay. I want what I want to ask you is, it's probably hard to do, but if there was just one story where you just look back and you think back on it, and you're like, did that really happen? I do have a story. Okay, and it 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 includes the late great Tommy Lasorda. Oh my gosh, who had just recently R.I.P. Passed. By the way, yeah, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace, Tommy. Um, a, a very dear friend of mine, Coach Mike Fratello, the Czar, the, the Czar, the Illustrator. Oh, he's unbelievable. Oh, I've got, I've, I've gotten to meet uh, he's Coach. Beautiful. He's beautiful. He, he still has a place down in Little Italy, I think. Uh yes, yes, yes. Every every year, every single year, when I go down there for the Feast of the Assumption, I see him there, standing outside oh, yeah. of either like La Dolce Vita yes. or Mia Bella, somewhere around there. Bingo, you got always it. see him. You got it. So Tommy, the story with Tommy Lasorda, Coach Fratello came out to L.A. for a week because his son uh, was aspiring to be a director. Okay. So he had this film, which was, by the way, a great film. And he won the Columbia University Film Festival. Wow. So upon winning that, they sent him out to L.A. to premiere it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we are... Out in L.A., coach calls me and says, hey, I'm coming out to L.A. I said, no problem. I'll pick you up at the airport. I'll take you to the Beverly Hills Hilton. That's where he was staying. I'll drive you. He goes, why don't you come to the premiere, the movie premiere? I said, okay. Yeah. So we're sitting in the middle of um, the largest agency in Los Angeles. It's just, uh, what was the name of it? I'm trying to think of the actual name of the uh, the agency it'll come to me so we're sitting in the lobby and he, he pulls out this list of people that are on his list that he's mm-hmm. gonna make phone calls to he invited to the premiere yeah uh first on the list was billy crystal second on the list was joe tory okay third on the list was penny marshall yeah fourth on the list was gary marshall fifth on the list you're gonna laugh at this one joe janiac Get out of here. <laughs> that guy? I, I was checked off already because I was guy? sitting next to him. Wow. Yeah, goof. Wow. Um, and who was, who was the last one on there? Um, I'm trying to think of who was the last one he had on there. Tommy Lasorda. Oh, yeah. Tommy yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
So as we're sitting there, he's calling. He says, oh, uh, he goes, oh, okay. Well, that's okay, Penny. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get to see you. So uh, Penny can't make it. Phone call comes in. And I could hear, you know, when you hear somebody's voice, you know who it is. It was Joe Torrey. And he goes, oh, okay, Joe, sounds good. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. So I'm sitting next to him, and I'm like, Joe Torrey? He goes, yeah, Joe's coming. I said, okay, great. So a few other people couldn't make Billy Crystal couldn't make it, yada, yada. Well, Joe Torrey was the only one that made it with his assistant, came with his assistant. So at the time, Joe wasn't there yet. We went up to sit in our seats because they were flashing the lights. We're getting ready to start the show. There was like eight short films, independent films. So the lights are out, pitch dark in there. I said, hey, coach. Joe's never going to know where we're sitting because it's pitch dark in here. Let me go downstairs and get him. He says, good idea. So I go up the steps. We're like the fifth row from the top of the, the uh, auditorium. Mm-hmm. I go up the steps. I open the door. There's Joe Torrey. He's standing <laughs> right there. And I, no, I've never met this guy. He was managing the Yankees. Yeah. He was managing the Yankees at that point. The Dodgers at the time. Oh, the Dodgers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The coach of the Dodgers. Manager of the Dodgers. Be in LA. And I never really get wigged out about famous <clears throat> people. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they're human. Yeah. They're just like me, but they're just wealthier. <laughs> this guy, this guy's won like five World Series oh, titles. Yeah. No, Joe Torrey, awesome. So oh, I, and you, you play baseball too. Right. I could imagine you have like a, yeah. a baseball. Absolutely. Thing. Right. So I look right at him. I go, hey, Joe. <laughs> and I put my hand out to shake his hand. He shakes my hand. I said, I'm Joe. I'm with Coach Fratello. Follow me. He goes, oh, okay. So we go down. We sit in the seats. We watch 11 independent films, you know, whatever. They're four, five, six minutes each long. Lights come on. Joe Torre goes, wow, that was that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad I came. So he goes, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Coach Fratello goes, I got nothing. Coach looks at me. I go, what? <laughs> I got nothing. You should be like, yeah. I'm, I'm, be like I'm, if you I'm got actually, nothing, I got nothing. He goes, I got nothing. super busy. Which I didn't have nothing. So he goes, you guys want to be my guests at the game tomorrow? Holy crap. No way. Yeah. At Chavez Ravine. Yes. Chavez wow. Ravine. Oh, exactly. Wow. Gorgeous. I've never yeah. been there. Oh, but it's beautiful. The palm the pictures, about, the oh, pictures yeah, that they, pretty. when they do like the overhead shots, because it's up on that hill. Yeah. That is just gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Danny DeVito was there that night and I was sitting in my, <laughs> hey, I'm sitting in my seat like this and he's coming down the stairs and he's. I'm eye to eye with him. He's only like uh, two and a half feet tall. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sitting in the chair like this kicked back. And I'm like, he's right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, wow. wow, man. You look a little taller wow. on TV, but I didn't say that. <laughs> he was like two feet. He was oh, right in my face, my man. It was unbelievable. Oh, so get back oh. to that story. So, so Joe Torrey says, well, why don't you come down to the game? I'll have my assistant get you some field passes. Come on Ooh. down about 3 o'clock. You know, the game wasn't until like 7.05. Yeah. So we go down. I, I kind of dressed up. I had this blazer that I purchased from, uh, what's that place downtown? Uh, down here? Downtown? Downtown Cleveland. Uh, Mr. Alberts. Yeah. Well, I found Wait, it. is that 29 or 2 for 50? Yes. That's my man. <laughs> 29 or <laughs> 2 for 50. Yes, sir. Oh so I find this blazer. Mr. Alberts. That was like a teal velour it looked like oh your grandmother from 1960s couch material. Oh, you know yeah. when you, you go oh, like yeah. that, you go like that, it yep. changes. And this blazer was kicking. So I threw this thing on. I kind of got dressed up. So we're on the field, and at the time Manny Ramirez was playing for the Dodgers. Yep. So he comes rolling out of the you know from down low out of the dugout, and he says, "Hey, Coach Fratello," and he's like, "Hey, Manny, how you doing?" So Coach goes, "Hey, this is my buddy Joe from Cleveland, man." He's like, "Hey, Joe," and I'm like, "Hey, Manny, how you doing?" Oh 
Then here comes Manny Moda. Yep. Manny Moda comes rolling over. Hey, Coach Fratello, how you doing? Coach is like, I'm doing good. Hey, it's my buddy Joe from Cleveland. I'm like, what's going on here, man? You don't have to introduce me. I'm a nobody, right? So Manny Moda, hey, nice to meet you. So um, the next, it was Ozzy Osbourne was there with Sharon. That <laughs> night, he was doing the longest scream. At, I think at the seventh inning stretch to raise money for his Wait, foundation or yeah, something. Sorry. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Man. Uh, it's mo- it's uh, it's mother Aussie. Yes, it's, it's Aussie. Aussie. So I'm, I'm the stand- mother Prince of Darkness. Yes, I'm standing there with this blazer on right, what? and here comes Sharon, who's a very attractive lady. Oh yeah. And and I I looked out the corner of my eye and I Sharon, Sharon, Aussie staggering by me. I'm like, man, this 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 is too good to be true. This is nuts. It gets way better. Oh my goodness. So. Yeah, Ozzy rolls by, and then they had Brian McKnight there. He yep. was supposed to sing um, anthem. He was going to sing the national anthem. He was singing it that night. So I'm standing there, and I, I you know, when you feel somebody kind of standing by, you're like, yeah. So I turn and I swing, and he goes to me, "Man, that's a nice blazer." <laughs> <laughs> and I go, "You want it?" Yeah, hey, I, hey, I go hey. like this. Did you, he's did you, six foot nine. Oh yeah, and I, you know, I have alligator arms, <laughs> yep. so I can't even imagine him. Uh, did you tell him it was right? twenty nine or two for fifty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he walks away, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is getting crazy, right?" That's a nice so then, blazer. Uh, Sosha, yep, who was managing the uh, the. Um, was the Angels, the, right? The Angels. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Angels at the time. He was managing the Angels. He comes over. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, this is my buddy Joe from Cleveland. Here we go again. Hey, nice to meet you, Coach. So then we get a phone call. And again, you, you can hear somebody's voice, and it was it was Tommy Lasorda. Oh, my god. And he goes, hey, Mikey, I hear you're you're in the stadium. He says, come on up and have dinner with us. Get and, and out I'm, of here. And I'm like, it gets better. So I'm like, go ahead, Coach. I'm going to just go to the seats. I'll just hang out. He goes, oh, no, you're coming with I go, what? So we go up to the VIP area, and there's like seven of us at this round table. Now, Tommy's not there yet because he was just on vacation, and it was his first night back. So on the way up, Mike Fratello goes, hey, I want to stop uh, and see a buddy of mine. I said, yeah, no problem. Vin Scully. Oh, my God. Who I loved as a kid. Now, that oh, voice there the is most legendary. Wow. It's oh. sports smooth as this yingling oh. porter. Yeah, there we go. That voice, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Good callback. So we go in the office. God bless him. Still, his, still going, yeah, too. He's on still the mic, kicking. and he's doing the pregame. Uh, you know, he's talking away, and he spins around. And he goes, oh, excuse me for a minute. Hey, coach, how you doing? Oh. I'm doing great, Vin. Hey. It's my buddy Joe, Joe from Cleveland. <laughs> I'm like, this Jeez. is Scully. Oh, you call me Vin. Hey, Vin, uh, pleasure. Oh, my God. We get done with that. The assistant calls. He says, come on up for dinner. We're ready. So we're sitting around this round table, and here comes, you can hear people in the background going, hey, Tommy, good to see you. Welcome back. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and he didn't come in the room yet. He came coming down the hall. He's like, hey, how you doing? He whips the door open, and he looks at us, and he's looking and he's looking, and I know he's looking right at me like, I don't recognize him. Who is this guy? Who is that? Because he was kind of like that kind of guy. you know. Yeah. If he didn't know you, he was right. skeptical. And uh, he goes, look at this motley crew. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes to the table, and Mike introduces me. This is my friend Joe from Cleveland. So I said, hey, Tommy, my pleasure. So order whatever you want. So we order dinner. We get done eating dinner. We go down to our seats. The game starts. We're sitting right behind the Angels' dugout, and 
you know, they're coming, they're throwing balls to us, and Coach and I are flipping balls to the little kids with all the <coughs> single, very yeah. attractive mothers that were at the game. <laughs> you know me, I didn't need a hoo <laughs> I didn't need the no divorcees. I didn't care. Yeah, I was right. giving balls to all the kids. Right. Okay, so Dodgers are getting smoked. It's like nine to nothing. Seventh oh, wow. inning, right? Phone rings. Coach answers, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are you doing after the game? <laughs> he, says, he says to me. I go, I got nothing. He goes, all right, we're going to meet, uh, we're gonna meet uh, Joe and his assistant and a few people down at, uh, at the deli. At, uh, I'm trying to think of that deli. It's, it's a famous deli. It's like, uh, what's our corned beef place down here? Slimans. It's yeah. like the Slimans out there. It's called um, Cantor's Deli. Okay. 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 Cantor's Deli. Yeah. It's been around since 1910, right? So we go there for dinner for a sandwich late night. It's midnight at the time. Yep. And all these, it, this place is open 24 7 because there's live bands in there, like right. Guns N' Roses started in there. There's a, like a bar on the side of the restaurant, people mm-hmm. playing there all night, local talent. So, you know, we're eating corned beef, we're just hanging out and. It, the the night it w- was just it was unbelievable. When I tell the story to people, they're like, "Dude, you are lying through your teeth." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> I am not lying. That was a magical night. That man. is insane. I mean, what? What? What I mean, year was this? Um, or like what time? I I'm just I'm that scared. had a that was probably a good maybe two thousand and. 12, maybe? Oh, okay. So yeah. not that not that far ago. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, Manny was still playing. Yeah. And he, Manny yeah. was... Joe Torrey was the manager Joe of the Dodgers. Was manager yeah. And... Yeah. But it, so then my, my good friend, one of my dear friends <clears throat> and his mom are diehard Yankee fans. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to Joe at one point, I said, Joe, I, I hate to do this to you, but my, my dear friend and his mom, I think my mom would divorce his husband to marry you. Because they love you. <laughs> and he, he chuckled, right? And I said, is there any way you can sign this ball for me to Diane and Mike? And he did. He signed it to Diane, Mike. Thanks for the support. Yada, yada. I yeah, love yeah. Joe Torrey. That's I, awesome. I FedExed it to him. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. And my buddy Mike's mom was crying. That's awesome. It oh, was amazing, is, yeah. man. I what mean, a what story. a What a wow. magical night. Wow. Man. It was magical. I mean, I didn't sleep for like two nights. Like, yeah. What, right. What just happened? All the people you got to meet in one not yeah, one night. Yeah, one night. Insane. It was like it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. That's wow, man. That Absolutely is wild. unbelievable. Yeah. And I'll tell you part of the story after, which is <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> the owner of Cantors, who was the the son of the original mother and father who owned it, he was a piece of. I'll tell you that story later. But that was probably my most magical story uh, coming out of Los Angeles. Wow. I can't imagine anything better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's insane. Is. Yeah, it was insane. Once you got to, like, Ozzy Osbourne, I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, so, it's, and also, it's like the best part is just like just like uh, somebody asking Fratello, hey, what are you doing? I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, and Fratello turned into you. What yeah, do you got going on? I got nothing. What do I got? I'm a chauffeur. I got and nothing. Then it, and then it turns into that. It's yeah. incredible. Wow. Incredible. It was wow. absolutely amazing. And that all comes back to uh, you just making the decision to go for it rather than just yeah. staying doing what yeah. you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yes. You never know, Something man. It's, it's you know when I'm rocking on that rocking chair when I'm 80 on the front porch. Yeah, not yeah. Probably knowing where I'm at. Yelling at, I, yelling at kids running on your front lawn. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, I can remember a few of those times and just chuckle, man. And oh say, yeah, hey, man. It was you. Yeah. You 100 percent need to be that guy that's in like a a, a, a dive bar. That just chats up random people. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. do you like Joe Torre? Yeah. <laughs> do you know who he is? <laughs> ever, ever heard of Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> That'd be hilarious because I'm rolling around in my wheelchair. Yeah. Right, right. Hey, man. Like, like, you know what Tommy Lasorda was, man? Come here. I can see some like. <laughs> talk to you. I can see some like some young group of kids oh. just roll their eyes and then like they'll be like, all right, what's up? And then yeah. like an oh. hour and a half later, they're like, do you need another shot or yeah. anything? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that oh is yeah. So funny. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It, it, I tell you, it was just one thing after another. It was, it was just unbelievable, unbelievable. Everybody wow. knows who Sean Ashton is, right? Yep. Yeah. Rudy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I did a small little stint on Monk. I was a chef, Whoa. and I had a little bit of uh, oh the interaction Monk. with Tony yeah, Shalhoub, yeah. who's yeah, a yeah. phenomenal man, great actor. So the the AD comes up to all of us who are on the set, and he says, listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. Remember one thing only. Do not call him Rudy. Uh, I can imagine, yeah. I can imagine. (laughs) But he was a good kid. I had a conversation with him. He's from Chicago. Was was this pre-Lord of the Rings or post-Lord? This would have been post-Lord of the Rings. post. Yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, He's a good kid. Mm -hmm. He's a good kid. But, uh, you know, just little things like that, you know, and they're, they're regular people. They just have a it lot just of money. shows that path, and <laughs> they have a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was fun times. Just fun times. Wow. How? how quick sign. I don't want. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Yeah. But, uh, as a Mexican um, who loves tacos and Mexican cuisine, I could only imagine how great the food is out there. Uh, right. How, like, how about I this mean, fun story? I had a little handyman business going on out there. Okay. And. Uh, I had a couple. Uh, do we know who uh, Neil McDonough is? Piercing blue eyes, like walking tall, white hair, always plays the bad guy. I'm gonna have to was it walking tall? Yes. Yeah, I do. You know Neil McDonough? He was the villain. In- He's the villain. Oh, yeah. He oh, was I know one of my is. handyman customers. Really? His wife would call oh. me. She was from South Africa. Yep. She would oh, call my. me around yes. Christmas every year and say, we just got a new shipment of toys. I'd have to go over there and put them together. Huh, no for way the, for the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, I was stuck in the backyard. Oh. It's a hundred degrees out, putting together toys that had seven thousand pieces, like IKEA toys, man. So I dreaded that phone call. I, so for those who are listening who still don't know who Neil yeah, McDonough is, he I just was in who he is. Captain America. Yep, he was in Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way I know him Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. I know Band him from Brothers. Band of Brothers. And I'm, Absolutely. And I'm, yeah. as soon as you said Walking Tall and Villain, I'm like, I know yeah. that. I've, I've watched been, Walking yeah. Yeah. I've watched wow. Walking Tall 100 times because I I love The Rock. Oh, he, he, oh, yeah. Rock's awesome. I never uh, got a chance to meet The Rock. That was going to be my next question. Oh, man. Was, I you said, if you told awesome, me that, I would have gotten up and left. I did meet uh, LL Cool J, who I really oh. love. Shout okay. out to Steve and his yeah. dad, uh, uh, Michael Stefano, who always calls him Cool Cool LJ. Oh, I don't know why, <laughs> but cool LJ. Yeah, he was the original goat, greatest of all time. Yeah, 
Uh, I could go on and on, guys. It's just it was just magical. It was magical out there. Jeez. So how about how about Christopher Walken and Balls of Fury? Oh, Balls of Fury. So I'm coming from wardrobe. I want to know about Christopher Walken. Oh, you will. Now <laughs> you, you've seen the movie, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he plays a very bizarre character. Yes. Now he never gets. He never <laughs> does. Comes, he does. He does. He never play. Oh my bizarre God. Right. Character? But that character was bizarre, and he never yeah. comes out of character. So we're. <laughs> I, I'm at wardrobe one morning, and I'm. I'm you know, getting my wardrobe dialed in, and, and the AD again says, "Listen, do not approach any of the A-listers." Right. Of course, whatever. So that's pretty standard, right? I've it heard. It is, but yeah. you know, if you do it in a kind of a professional way, sure, you, know, you can say hi to somebody. I mean, yeah. What yeah. the heck? It's and I, I guess it depends on the the person too. If Correct. they're if they're cool to just talk to, yeah, definitely don't do it in his accent though. No. <laughs> hey. No. <laughs> so I'm coming from wardrobe and and. It, it's tough to, if you can imagine this, it's like a, a, a courtyard with 15 steps on both ends of the courtyard, which is about 100 feet wide, that you walk down, walk through the courtyard, and walk okay. up. Okay. It was downtown Los Angeles. Okay. So his wardrobe, he had this white powder on his face. He, he just played a bizarre character. So I'm coming back from wardrobe with my breakfast, and I see these feet coming down the steps. And as he comes down, comes down, I, I see that it's Christopher Walken. Now, it's Christopher Walken and I, that's it. It's about 6.45 in the morning. There's nobody around. And we're walking at each other. And he's carrying a plate about three-quarters chest high of his breakfast. This is that he, cater, right? This is that catering that you were talking correct. about? That you always and and I was walking with something. And, and as I'm getting closer, we're walking at each other. Now, I'm not looking at him. He's not looking at me. I'm walking as I'm getting closer, getting closer. I'm thinking... They told me not to say anything to this guy or say nothing. I but said, it's Christopher you know Walken. I am who I am. I'm going right. to take the shot. I was just going to say, good morning. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Right? That's just being polite, being professional, whatever. <gasps> so as I get about two feet from him, I look at him. Now, he's not looking at me at all. I look at him, and I go, good morning. And all he says is, hello. <laughs> he's walking with his plate. Hello. <laughs> And he never looks at me. Oh and I spin around and I watch the man walk about another 50 feet. And like, that was cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it was weird. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's the story of Christopher Walken's that's, life, I That's bet. Christopher Walken yeah. right there. Yeah. What a strange, yeah. I, yeah, but he's he's very talented, man. Oh, like, 100%. 100%. I mean, yeah, he has the, iconic role. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was it. Dude, him as the dad in uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh. oh. With that little Wedding drop. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! 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 Oh, that's precious. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm partial to him and uh, Joe Dirt as, uh, yes. as yeah. the, the fellow the, the fellow janitor who's yes. yeah uh, relocated under witness protection. Yes. Yeah. I, I like. See, him. my the role that sticks out for me is in a uh, Batman. Uh, which one was it? Batman Returns, I think. Oh, uh -huh. the one with a penguin. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, Danny yes. Speaking yes. of Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito. Yeah, yeah. two well, foot tall. Two he... foot tall, Danny DeVito. That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that's yeah right. And so, uh, Ango Gablogian, the art collector. But but he plays he plays yeah he plays derivative that one. Yeah. Yeah. yes that really creepy scene where like he like pushes uh, Catwoman out the window and you're just like okay yeah <laughs> like, yeah this kind of a villain like yeah unbelievable yeah. that was Michelle Pfeiffer who played Catwoman. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. yeah Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, uh, RIP, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Yes. Was oh. the nicest man I have ever met on the face of this Of earth. Twister fame. 
He was on that show, and I'm trying to think of what it was called. Big Love, Big Love thank you. Um, I did a bunch of extra stints on That's there. why he's the best producer in the world. There you oh, go. my God. He is. He's amazing. Thank you, sir. Jimmy. But, uh, yeah, Bill Paxton was just unbelievable. What what a great man. What a great man. I, I, Twister is one of my oh favorite movies. Oh, my God, movies. that's a great movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tombstone. Food. Oh, yeah. Food. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most entertaining. If you want a good, like, if, if, like, aliens came down to Earth and they were like, show us a 1990s movie, <laughs> you could be like, okay. Twister. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I had never seen it. Jen is actually. I know. I, know. I had never seen She's that like movie. She's, like, obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah. I had, yeah. An Jen, incredible movie. She'll watch yes. that. She could watch that movie on a loop. Honest to God, oh my she God. she's she's probably it's watched it a hundred times just since we've been together. Like it, it's just yes. so. I feel Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. another rest another in peace. Oh, yeah. oh man, that, that, he was great too. I remember. Yeah. I don't usually get you know like when a celebrity dies. I'm not saying I'm insensitive. It just I don't know them or anything. Right. Right. When he died, I was like, oh man, that that's like because there's just so many roles he's played. Really, mm-hmm. so yeah, that so was me and uh, Robin Williams. There's, oh there's yeah, been, oh, yeah. Very yeah. few yeah. times you still like, get emotional about that one. I yeah. do. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many roles that he was just. So raw and yeah. so oh, yes. so emotional and in very positive ways and in really you know. We just dark think like ways. how many lives he's touched and how many people well, he's made laugh and uh-huh. but but then you just hear about the inner turmoil that yes. he's going through. Yeah. And what ended up claiming his life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's, it's, it's every time every time the anniversary of his death comes up, you just I mean, you just think obviously you think about all the iconic roles he had and then you just think about like how much he was hurting on the inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Him. Him. Probably more than. And again, like you said, Jordan. Not to be insensitive. Sometimes they just. You know. Hey, it's sad. I mean, there's just times where I just like thoughts and prayers to family the members didn't right. affect me like, or or whatever. But yeah, it's not. That like, was the one that hit yeah. me more yeah. than anyone else. Yeah. That one was pretty gnarly. Mm. Oh, rough. Yeah. Wow. That's. So yeah, you've uh, you've met some people. You've been some places, man. Oh, you, I'll you've, tell you've you done what. A, you've done a thing or two. I'll tell you what. I just thought of this real quick. When I was in Malibu, I was waiting to go look at a handyman job to give somebody a quote on fixing yeah. some things. And I went down to this outdoor mall, just walking around, killing some time. And as I'm walking, I see this woman walking towards me, and I was like, wow. Wow. She was very, very Christopher pretty. Walken. Wow. Yeah. As she came closer, Cindy Crawford. Oh, no. my wow. God. Stunning. Stunning. Almost bit half my tongue off. Wow. She was stunning. Wow. I mean, you know, and just natural. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeousness. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Man. And then another time in Malibu, I killing some time, so I went to see that True Grit movie. Okay. Uh, the the, the remake. The remake. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. In the theater, I look over to the left. There's my man Val Kilmer and his son. Uh, <laughs> in the same room. Freaking Batman. Yeah. Val oh Kilmer. Wow. You know, you, you, he looked at me. I looked at him. He knew I knew who he was, and I just turned my head and said, "Hey, man, enjoy." Yeah. I wasn't yeah. gonna be like, "Hey." I have to imagine. Yeah, I gotta imagine. Like famous folks must love when people do that. Like what you just did. You know what I mean? Like I know who you are. I'm gonna leave you alone. Cheers. Like I I see you. You see me seeing you, and I'm not gonna be weird to make a scene about it. Exactly. I had this is. I have. I have no stories that can even hold a candle. (laughs) Yours. My one microscopic attempt was I had a brief interaction with uh, Matthew Della Vadova. Oh, nice. Um, I was getting brunch. This was a couple years ago. 
ago, one of my buddies was acting really weird. He and his uh, uh, girlfriend at the time, or fiance, excuse me, uh, insisted on coming to clean. They wanted to come hang out. They wanted to come out. They were acting really weird. I'm like, fine, Kyle, come on up. What we can hang. They literally came up from Columbus just for like a couple hours to hang out. Yeah. Well, they were asking me to be in their in their wedding. They wanted me to be a groomsman, so that's why he was acting kind of funny. We we went downtown. We were getting brunch. I can't remember the name of the place. It was it was a nice little spot. It'll come to me. And uh, all of a sudden, Kyle, my buddy, who's a huge basketball fan, is like, "Oh my god, that's Delhi over there!" And I was like, "That's not. Don't don't joke. That's not funny." <laughs> that's not yeah, funny. yeah, because because he know I'm like I'm not a huge basketball fan, but Delhi's a fan favorite here in Cleveland. You know this. Sure, sure. And I look over and I'm like, "Holy crap, that's actually Delhi!" And I was like, "Do I say something? Do I get my phone? Do I get a camera? Like, do I get like get a picture with a guy?" And I'm like, "Don't be weird." And so I just we pay our tab, we we get up to go, and I walk by, and I was like. Am I going to do it or not? Am I going to do it or not? And I literally, I just leaned and I was like, hey, man, just want to say, big fan, good luck tonight. Because they had a game. And I just kept on moving. And I was like, what the hell did I just <laughs> say, man? <laughs> you shot like, I know. I kind of like, in, yeah. in the back of my head, I was like, because uh, uh, yeah, the words yeah, just kind of like sure. vomited I out of my mouth. you. Yeah, I was like, hey, man, <laughs> you're great. Yeah, but I mean, the Cavs had won like four games all year at this point. Yeah. I'm like, big fan of your terrible work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, well, no, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the title. Right. One, of the, I, I one of the only times I've had an experience like that in recent years was I ran into Miles Garrett. Uh, oh, there you go. Because I'm a big bird watcher and a nature guy, usually oh, nice. in the warmer months because nice. I can't handle the cold. But sure. me and my girlfriend, Teresa, were hiking at, uh, Nor- uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Rocky River Reservation. Okay. Okay. In the nature center. And we see this giant man approaching us. <laughs> and Teresa, it, like, she's so, if you, you don't know her, but like, if you knew her, she's very, she'll just say things and you just, she'll say it in the funniest way. And she's, she's just like, almost out loud, like, that guy's really tall. And I'm like, oh, how tall can you, holy, she said. Uh, like, holy crap, that's Miles Garrett. And I was like, and I just, I was like, he is. And I was like, do you know who that is? And she's like, no, who is that? And I'm like, oh, God, that's Miles Garrett. And like we have this, so he's approaching us. We have Miles this, Garrett? And we have this conversation. I'm like, Teresa, that's the number one pick. Like he's <laughs> gonna be, if not already at the time, was like one yeah. of the great. He's gonna be the one of the greats in his position. I'm like, yeah. And then he, I look over at him, and I'm like, okay, what do I say? What do I, what do I say? And I don't say anything because I'm a loser. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I was just looking at birds. Hey. I was, you know, I don't know what to do. Hey, hey Miles, did you see that mini spotted sprite <laughs> yeah. over there? Yeah, and I, and I just look up at him. And he has the biggest smile on his face because you know he like he, he knows, noticed yeah. me yeah, and yeah. her were like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And anyways, and we do, I just smile. I do the like, you know how like when you know someone, you go, uh, okay, what is it? You go up or down? Which one? Like when you nod, I can't oh, remember. Okay. Oh, you go up. Yeah. So well, like I did the I did. You up, don't yeah. know someone, so I go. I, yeah. I was like I was like, how's it yeah. going? I just said like, and he just walks by, smiles, and then I'm like. <laughs> What am I like? Of all the chances to get a picture with a celebrity, yeah. there's no way he would have said no. Like, there's right. no way. Like, right. he's like, right, he's right. a chill dude. He's a nice no guy. one's yeah. around yeah. us. Yes. We're not weirdos. Like, we would have been like, hey, can we get a pic real quick? Like, but um, but anyways, it was just a fun story, and um, and it makes sense because he's a big nature guy. So yeah, sure. yep. yeah. And I saw you. I saw his uh, Porsche. Uh, in this parking lot too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, honestly, yeah. I. It wow. had to have been his car because all the other cars were normal. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, this is, this is a funny thing. Like, like, how does a guy like Shaq fit in a car? Well, Shaq has to get custom made cars. Wow, I, mean, I know I would, that I for a fact. That, I know yeah. that for a fact. Like, yeah. they literally build them. Met him cars. once when he's playing for the Cavs. Oh, literally wow. the biggest hands I've ever. I've oh, ever, I couldn't. This guy imagine. shook my hand and it almost came up to my elbow. <laughs> Bear yeah. paws. Bear paws. He shook my whole arm. Yeah. Wow. Size twenty feet or something. He he just comes out. He size twenty two feet. Twenty two. I was interning for the Cavs. And it was the year he played for the Cavs. I, heard, now, I always forget that happened. The, the mail the mail room is right next to the Cavs locker room. So I our, our business offices are up uh, on the top floor. Okay. And so I was going down to the mail room. Well, he comes out. They're getting ready for a game tonight. They had walked through or whatever. He was grabbing his shoes out of the locker room, and he's walking towards me. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna like I'm gonna pee myself. Like what is going? <laughs> like that, this is Shaq. Yeah. That's the biggest human being I've ever seen. Yeah. And he just goes, "What's up, player?" <laughs> 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 That's a, pretty, that's a pretty good that check, sounds, by the way. That sounds just, and like just Yeah. And I'm just like, hello, Mr. O'Neill. How are you? <laughs> He's like, a Shaq Diesel, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Okay. <laughs> Dunk one home for me tonight. And that was right. it. He just he shook me, shook my hand. I was going in for a fist bump, and he put his hand out, and I swear to God, his hand is just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the biggest. Like, and, and, and like you said about his shoes. Like, it's Huge, just, man. But he's yeah. the, he's, He's like he's still a uh, honorary like uh, police captain in Cleveland. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every city he plays for, he like either donates to like the uh, police fund or something or whatever because he's he's big into law enforcement. Yeah, yes. I, I'll yes. say this: I don't know much. I've never met Shaq. I don't know him personally, obviously. Yeah, but he seems to be one of the one of the top of the of the celebrities as far as like as he's got a person a, kind of a yeah, thing. Very and, you know, he's man. got a wrestling match coming up soon. Oh. In well, a- AEW. There you go. Really? It's wrestling Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Not surprised. Dusty Rhodes' kid. Dusty Rhodes' kid. Yep. The American Dream's kid. Calls himself the American Nightmare. Oh, oh, oh there you go. go. He, didn't he do some WWE yeah. as well? Yeah, he was. Shaq he was. Did, did Shaq, yeah, Shaq yeah, and, Shaq and Cody Rhodes. Well, definitely, definitely already. Definitely. Yeah, Shaq's, Shaq's definitely already Shaq. done something. But Shaq yeah. does Shaq does AEW now because they're on TNT and he's on TNT. Oh, yeah. It's Makes it's sense. a whole it's yep. a whole cross promotional thing. Um, anyhow, back to our guest real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Joe, yes sir, what brought you back to the land? What brought you back to the cold? What brought you back to the lack of? Tons of celebrities. A great city, but like, what brought you back here? Family. Okay. Yeah. At the time, I came. What I wanted to ultimately do was to live in LA when it's winter here. Yep. Come back to Cleveland in the summer because mm-hmm. it is gorgeous. Good here call. The oh, the summer's here. Absolutely. So I tried that. Beautiful. And at the time, my mom had to have knee surgery. So she's in her 80s. So I said, you know, I'll stick around and help you out. Well, you know, that after surgery turned into four, five, six months. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, am I going back or am I hanging here? Then I had to get a job. And next thing you know, one thing led to another and you're working, you're making money. It's like, ah, do I fly back? And do I, you know, just do the old extra stuff again? And yeah, it's almost like if you went back, you had to kind of restart. Yeah. I had to restart and there's things going on here. Maybe I'll do some stuff here. And then you know how fast the years go by. Yeah. I mean, that's 10 years already. Yeah. I mean, you had any, had any cool interactions with uh, Cleveland celebrities? Hmm. No. No? No. Interesting. No. No, no. I haven't. Of course, I haven't really been been out and about, you know, like, right. you know, basically with this COVID and everything. Oh, yeah. Just kind of like yeah, laying low. And, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's really tough, but I... 
No. God, I'm hoping by this summer that it's, yeah, it's I know. just... Let's hope. Let's hope. I yeah. mean, just hoping it's back to that, some sort of normal. Yes. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. So that's what kept me here, you know, family. Yeah. Oh, and then as course. parents yeah. get older and, and relatives are passing, you're thinking, well, if I go back and something happens to my mom or dad, I mean, I'm a family guy, you know. Yeah, They've for sure. For yeah. me, I have to be there be for there. them. Right. And Hollywood will always be there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, it ain't mindset. going anywhere. No, that, that's my mindset. Yeah, and and you uh, grew up here, right? That yes, is where you did grow up. Okay. Yeah, grew so. up in Garfield Heights. Yeah, and uh, still there. Okay. Garfield one two three two that's three. It. Garfield one two three two three. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we kind of mentioned it a little bit ago. Talk to us about the open road video. The open road video. Open road video was a. Uh, that was a personal, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a musician. I'm, I'm kind of creative. Um, I, I bought a Harley probably about 15 years ago. And as you know, as you ride and you go to these functions and these rallies, I mean, you see the support that these bikers give to, you know, St. Jude and people yeah. less fortunate and everybody thinks that they're, you know, bad people. But I, I just started watching this this phenomenon i said you know what i i know a couple great musicians i'm going to start writing some things down Mm -hmm. so i just wrote down things that i saw you know um and i call approached a buddy of mine i says hey uh frank frank camp who was a great musician here in cleveland i said i i wrote this song you know don't laugh but uh, you know i call it open road it's a motorcycle song and he said well come on over one one night i'll grab the guitar and we'll see what we can do and so I went over his house and he started looking at the lyrics and strummed a few, you know, uh, riffs. And he's like, this is a good tune. Mm-hmm. I said, really? He goes, yeah, let's do it. So he produced it. We threw it out there on YouTube. And uh, I'll never forget, I was down at the Daytona 500. My buddy's company took about 20 of us down there. And the gentleman that I was working with in Cleveland with the song, he called me up. He says, you got 5,000 hits last night. I huh. go, what? 5,000? We started out with like 300. Yeah. Mm. How did I get 5,000? Well, mm. it went viral. Oh. And I was down in Daytona for, I don't know, six days. And I think I, when I got home, I had 58,000 hits. Jeez. Oh, not bad. And I think yeah. today it's it's around 2.3 million. Wow. Whoa. From, wait, seriously? Yeah, from oh, people wait, all up. over the world. Uh-huh. And it... You know, I wrote this song, and again, it's like, have the confidence, throw it out there. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Right, exactly. You know, you get a thousand hits. That's good. Yeah. But you get into the millions, you're like, yeah. what? Some nitwit on on YouTube's comments and says this sucks. Like, yeah, who cares? Oh yeah, I've got plenty of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. cheesy, whatever. But yeah. you know, I, you're always gonna get that. Right. Okay. Somebody that you'll. It's it's from games. somebody that you're never going to meet. You're Correct. never going to see. Correct. Right. Yeah, and Correct. Off, awfully brave of them behind the keyboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that no, stuff I get me it. Crazy. I get it. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's it's kind of a little country rock. Uh, get ready because that's coming for us. What's that? Oh yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. Of it. we're gonna announce it uh, at a later date, but uh, might be a little YouTube presence for living oh, off yeah, the land. I about that. Nice, nice. So yeah, so I, I continue to write. I have another song out there called "We Ride," but "Open Road" is the uh, you know the flagship song, and uh, looking to do like a That's extended right. play. Uh, Open Road, Joey J and the Shovelheads. Is that what? No, that that's. 
if you put open road Joey J in the shovelheads, it'll pop up. Yeah, where'd the, oh, where'd the name that, where'd the wait, name the shovelheads? It does say that. Oh, it, it does. That okay, the, then that's like it. In the, right here. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Where'd the shovelheads come the from? The shovelhead is is the bike that I have. The the motor in the bike is a shovelhead. Oh, okay. From like 1978 to yeah. 1984. That is that Harley? Yes, Harley okay. Davidson. That motor was used in that bike. You still have it? I still have that. Nice. But I purchased a newer one, a 2005 Ultra Classic. Okay. Which is, you know, like the cruiser. Yeah. I and mean, I can ro- roll on that to Chicago. Ape hangers? LA. No, no apes. Not with these alligator <laughs> arms, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ape, ape, apes and alligators yeah. don't mix. No, no, they don't. They don't. Nope. So, you got uh, a lot of, I got, po- there's by the a way, lot of positive comments. Oh, by the way, a lot of I, got, I got the same problem, thanks to my dad. I got yeah, gator, oh, yeah. gator arms all day. Hey, as long as we can use them, T-Rex. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. T-Rex. Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm, I'm dabbling in a few things. You got to put it out there. I mean, yeah, you know, why not? Wow, man so, of many talents right here. Well, Look at that. Uh, Look at that. Uh, <laughs> I tell everybody I'm the most talented loser you'll ever meet. <laughs> I love one? it. Yeah. I love it. You got to be humble. You got to stay humble, hey, man. I bet nobody in your circles hung out with Vince Scully and Tommy Lasorda on the same night. No. And Joe yeah. Torrey. That's a first. Yeah. That's definitely well, a first. And I, and I, yeah, man. And I, who cares how corny it is? I mean, you said it earlier. It's you know, you're gonna screw stuff up left and right. You're not, you don't you don't get to these kind of places by playing it safe and not throwing yourself out there. At the end of the day, you know, yeah, give it a shot. You, yeah, you'll fall on your face. Good stuff, point. Stuff happens. Good point, right? You'll, you're you'll, absolutely fi- you'll right. figure it out. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, yeah. Um so let let's uh Let's transition. Let's talk. Watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit because I got some thoughts. Okay. Uh, first, what'd you think of the game? I was a little disappointed. 100%. I thought it was going to be a, a a better showing. I'm surprised that the Chiefs didn't make the right adjustments. I mean, they're brilliant. Yeah. I mean, they're the Chiefs. They didn't score the a touchdown. Yeah, they're the yeah. Insane. Yeah. And and I was irritated at the same time because the Browns would have gave a better showing, oh. and we had the talent to be there. Hundred percent. We just we just were not there. It it, it was disheartening, it really was. There's 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 a lot of layers to it, you know. At the end of the day, I understand the Chiefs had some injuries to their offensive line. Right. I don't care. At the end of the day, no one's healthy at this point in the season. Nobody's team is is totally right. right. Patrick Mahomes is banged up, sure, but there are plenty of Buccaneers who are hurt too. The Browns had to deal with it, not to mention all the COVID nonsense. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I we were talking about this before we hit record. I refuse to believe that the Browns would have gone without a touchdown against that defense. The way our offensive line is playing, oh. we got people back and healthy Running again. The ball. Yes, with the backfield that we have, with the line that we have. I refuse to believe. Now again, win and lose, win the game, different conversation. Right, right. I refuse to believe that we would have looked any worse than the way that the Chiefs did. I and I know that you. sounds crazy because we, I, yes, we lost to them, but well, it would have been a totally different matchup. It would have been, yeah, right. it would have been right. a different game. And man, I, 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 that's that's all I was thinking as the game was kind of wearing out. I was checking out early. I mean, I, the first yeah. half was, you know, I mean, the funny thing to me is that the Chiefs scored first. Mm-hmm. At one point, they, right. had, they had that brief moment where they had the lead, and then yes. it just got ugly for them fast. Yes. Um, yeah, by the time we hit the halftime show, I was like, I'm kind of done with this game. And we got to talk about the, the fact that the, the NFL has a major officiating problem. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no they doubt. They really do. Major officiating problem. I agree and, and, and I think this is going to become a bigger problem as sports betting becomes uh, more and more legal across the country. Which, by the way, Ohio, get it together. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only, like, what, three states that are legal right now? I know. But we're not one of them. So <laughs> we're not we're one. Ohio, get we're it together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Step I mean, up. We got to get that Barstool Sportsbook going. That's right. I'd take whatever. I mean, That's right. we're losing money. Now we're losing it to, you know, Michigan's yeah. now oh, fair 100%. game. So yeah. You want to keep losing money to Michigan, yeah, keep going. Absolutely. Out. Stay after I, it. The, I mean, listen, I'm not here to say that if the officiating was better, the Chiefs would have won. But uh, for all the people who were just like, and, and I get it, he's the greatest of all time. I'm not here to say he's not. Like that would be a that would be a argument you cannot win. But Brady was gifted two touchdowns, mm-hmm. right? By awful calls, yeah, awful calls. That that pi in the end zone where where he literally almost threw it into the stands, yeah, like. What's catchable and what's not catchable mm-hmm. at this point? And then the interception that he threw, that was a bogus call on uh, Matthew. Yep. That they called for uh, defensive holding before he intercepted yeah, that, the That to me was the worst call. Awful. Yeah. Like that, that was yeah, the that worst was call in and my that, and not to, well, Again, not to say that the Chiefs would have won, but if that if that interception holds, you know who knows what would have happened because they, they, they got the call and then they went down and scored a touchdown. And speaking of Tyron Matthew, I mean, he and Brady were getting after it. They were exchanging some yeah. pleasantries in – uh, Matthew got called for an unsportsmanlike. And Wait, Brady ran after him. Why were, is Matthew getting called for the penalty? Well, didn't didn't Matthew stick stick his hand out or something? He like pointed at him or he put his finger. And, 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 and again, I'm sure I'm not saying that he shouldn't. It, in my mind, it could have been like an offsetting thing. We'll call it on each of Agreed. them. Right. You know right. what I mean? And it's just, I will say this: the one thing, and this is me, and I will own it, just being a little bit spiteful. There was a little bit of something fun watching all the Chiefs fans screaming about bad calls, oh, yeah, yeah. Aspe- knowing that the Browns yeah. got absolutely posted, robbed I, I of that helmet to helmet on, on our on our yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, oh, tell me more about bad calls, Chiefs yeah. fans. Yeah. Let's right. let's elaborate on that a little bit, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, uh, that was karma coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I you, sure. I mean, you said it right. It's not to say that the the reason they lost yeah, the, the Bucks game, Bucks are still going to win that game. I, I completely right. agree. And I, but at least, at least the game would have been like watchable to the end. Oh, God, like if it was a one score game, like you take, like if you take that one touchdown off the off the board, and you give the interception to the Chiefs and say they go down and score, it's a one possession game. Right. I mean, yeah. that's a fourteen point swing. Could have been. Could have been, but again, at the same time, the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown all game. So who's to say that they were going to score a touchdown? Right. I mean, that's 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 perfectly fair. It's, it's just it's just disappointing. When, ifs I mean, and that's, butts. That's, if 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 it's and, ifs and butts were candy and nuts. <laughs> yeah. And and, and exactly. in the end, Tampa Bay came with a game plan. Their 100%. defense was amazing. They were intense. Uh, t- Tom Brady was Tom Brady. That he did defense everything. Too, man. He, Tom Brady did everything he needed to do. Yes. And the 100%. Chiefs were man. They were living in their own heads. I, I don't know what was wrong with them. They were yeah. all. Well, their offensive line was yeah. atrocious. I mean. Well, that Mahomes, yeah, yeah. Mahomes didn't have time for one play all the Yeah, but but then this. but then you saw a lot of like I know like Matthew just lost it. And there were several other guys that were just like living in their heads. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like it's a super bowl. Felt, you, can't, you can't be bit. doing right. this right now. Bad time to unravel. Yeah. I, mean, I saw uh, yes. I mean Matt, um Mahomes, I said this this number was crazy. He th- he ran around for four hundred and ninety seven <laughs> yards. Yes. Wow. Just trying Pre- to scramble. Be- scrambling before throwing the football. Yeah. That is absurd. Wow. Five hundred yards yeah. of running for your life. Yeah. 
from JPP and Vita Vea and and and, and company. Holy King crap. Kong Sue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. The Rick Flair of the NFL, the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. I hate that like every super annoying player won a Super Bowl. Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, Dominic Sue, like all the here's worst an people. One. In that. Here's an interesting yeah. one. LaShawn McCoy has won back-to-back Super Bowls without playing a single play in e- either game. Yeah, he played for the Chiefs last year and the Bucks this year. But did he didn't play a single play in either oh, game? I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. And wow. he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. <laughs> That's weird. I'm not going to take anything away from him. In his he's prime, LaShawn McCoy yeah. was oh, yeah. phenomenal. Yes. Yes, but that's that's an incredible stat. I mean, the guy's literally just there for the ride, and he's gonna get two. Hey, he gets him, two man. Super Bowls. Good for him. Yeah, but, right place, right time. Huh? Yeah. How about the? Uh, uh, who was it? Who was the DB that gave uh, Cheetah the piece that was, of the uh, face? Winfield Jr. Winfield Jr. Oh, rookie. Yeah. So, yeah. Which I I didn't like it at the time. I loved it. But oh, once I, I that once I shut up. Once <laughs> once I found out once I found out why he did it. I was oh okay yeah. With it. So. The, did you know this, the, the story? So the last time they played, they played regular season game, and uh, Ty, that's Tyreek Hill's thing. When he's right. – because he's a million miles an hour, he's flying away from me, he throws up the peace sign, and he's, he's like, see you later. And he did that in Winfield's face, at, you know, in the previous game. And Winfield Jr., man, he hung out of that. Talk about using that fuel. And so at the end of the game, I mean, obviously he got penalized for it, and rightfully so. Yes. Within the context of the rules, that was taunting. Yep. But just knowing that, like – I mean, I kind of loved it. I mean, I don't really care. I don't. I have no feelings pro or uh, against the Bucks, but uh, I admit that that was kind of fun to just well, watch. I didn't, it. I didn't understand did, it at first. My oh, thing, yeah. My thing with that kind of stuff, if you're going to talk shit and do things like Tyreek Hill and other guys do, you have to expect it to come back. And well, yeah, that's like, why. Sure. I didn't, I didn't know it, at first. I didn't sure. understand the yeah. significance and if, of it at if first. If you didn't know that, of course, he just looks like he's being a massive jerk. Yeah. But like right. knowing yeah. the context, that changes There was a things. lot more to the taunting stuff that the the, the the Rays, that the Bucks were doing than people realized, like that, mm-hmm. for example. And like, there was a lot of stuff that... Well, then the Brady stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. And I, you know, and I don't... I've always... I'm pro-taunting, and like it's annoying when it's against your team, but like I don't care. These are grown men. Like I understand they have to keep it in control, or you'll have fights every single game. But like I don't, I don't care if somebody. I mean, taunts I'm, or I'm, I'm with, like, I'm where you're right. At, where if you're willing to dish it out there, you have. That's to my know. thing. You got to be well, ready. Like, you yeah. see all the time DBs and wide receivers. They're, uh, they're the most they dramatic. They're all divas. They, right, all these guys. They right. love talking that, trash. That's fu- that's fine. But right. like when guys do that to like guys who never talk, like yeah. Oh no, that's not cool. I mean, that's just being a, a like 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 if if that th- there's a reason why they flag that stuff. They flag yeah. that stuff because. Because if they don't, games get out of control. Right. right. Yeah. Right. You have then, to. You have to penalize start that stuff. You have to. Yeah. Start acting crazy. Yes. And you're right. You got to nip that. These in the guys. Bud. These guys are playing the most physical game in the world. Right. And they're all. Right. You know, adrenaline is going, and mm-hmm. you know, one guy says something wrong, and the next next thing you know, the guy they did it to is trying to take his head off. They have to. They have to officiate that, and they have oh, to make sure yes. that that yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So absolutely. That's why anytime there's like legitimate taunting and there's a flag, like you deserve the flag. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got it, and it was well deserved. That point, in the game was well out of hand, so it didn't really. It was a bit of a moot point. I think it would have been a and that's probably, much, and that's probably why he did it. If it was, if it was a one score game, that was the first quarter the wire, of the game. Yeah. Or if it's he's one not going to do that. Yeah, but the fact he, that they're up, they're up by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It's a couple like, minutes to go. Okay, have your fun, buddy. You're about to win the biggest game of your life. Yeah, I get as it. a rookie, right, right. If this was like a week fourteen game and he's doing that, like, come on, grow yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. But I get it. If you're gonna dish, you gotta be willing to take it back. That's just how it goes. Yeah. 
So. How about how about the uh, commercials this year? Ugh, lame. Oh. Yeah, not great. <laughs> wow. There was one good one I liked. I liked the M and M's one uh, right at the beginning. I like the M and M. The M and M one was fun. Yeah, it was good. I would still rate that on like a good year. That would be like eight of the ten. Like yeah. it would be number eight in the top ten. Like, I just love was... the beginning of that commercial when the guy's sitting in his. Uh, He's sitting on his flight and he's he's got like a you know a cocktail or a whiskey or whatever and he's going to drink it and the, I don't know if it was a kid behind him or somebody just kicks the back of his seat and he just yeah. throws yeah. the whole drink oh, yeah. on his face. Yeah, hilarious. Well, that was when I was like, sorry for doing that on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> handsome yeah. M and M's. Yeah. Oh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I, that was solid. Number one and yeah. two. Yeah, he was yeah. one and two. Yeah, those were entertaining. Those were Super Bowl commercials. Yes. Yeah. The yes. other ones were not Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Vault Tech or Weather Tech or whatever they were called. Yeah. What is that? Uh, well, nobody I, cares about your family. Oh, Weather like, Tech. I don't. I yeah. do. Yeah. That. Right. Well, well, then there was like, like there was that oat milk. The CEO oh, was just oh, singing. Yeah. Dude, Some dude. guy spent like five million dollars to like sing a crappy dude, song. You know five and a half million. Oat milk yeah. apparently has the most eccentric CEO in the apparently. universe. Well, that explains it. He, yeah. yeah. Wow. And you know that all the people on, on the board or whatever probably rolled their eyes and he like yeah. was like, "I'm doing this," just, and nobody even it wasn't even so bad it was good it was just bad like was nobody bad. even thought it was funny yeah. like i'll say the, the one that i missed was uh and i and i understand why they they decided to donate the money to covid relief rather than spend six million dollars on a commercial was budweiser we didn't get to see a clydesdale commercial no, this year right well there was a clydesdale commercial it was just sam adams spoofing budweiser <laughs> <laughs> i didn't I'm even notice that yeah. right so that was right. uh that because that. sam adams is and they've done this guy they've used this guy before it's like your cousin from boston or whatever and it's oh, just, the, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, this guy's yeah. a boston caricature and it's like he pulls the pin out and like releases the clydesdales and all hell breaks loose and you know i guess it, i didn't see yeah that, that was like early that was like pre-show i want yeah. or pre, pre-game i want to oh. say and so like that one was pretty good. And so there was because I saw the Clydesdales, and I remember thinking, I was like, wait, I thought Budweiser wasn't doing uh, yeah, anything yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, it was a Sam Adams you know, commercial. Yeah. And Culture has shifted, and in a lot of ways, it's a good thing. And in a lot of ways, it's a negative thing, in my opinion. In that now they just companies don't do funny commercials anymore. Like if you remember, like '90s through even yeah. early 2010s. The Super Bowl commercials were a thing. Uh, I mean, it was, it was always like, the same companies too. Yeah, like Doritos always like, had great yeah, commercials. It was yes. like goofy. They were they were raunchy. They were ridiculous. Yeah, like GoDaddy. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. When they had Danica Patrick. And I'm not yes. even saying we have to be like GoDaddy, but like, can we go back to like yeah. Doritos and Monster right. and Indeed, where they just had these absurdly ridiculous yeah. commercials, yes. and you're just laughing your ass off. Well, like, Mountain Dew for a couple years had like Mountain Dew had, had like that ones. half monkey dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. oh commercial. puppy monkey yeah. baby. Yeah, Pump, yeah puppy yeah. monkey. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> puppy monkey. Yeah. I hate that I knew what you meant. I hate that I knew that. Trade had like the the baby. Like yeah, the, yeah. FedEx. Yeah. I remember oh, FedEx must have spent baby. I don't know, like millions oh. of dollars. On this ridiculous commercial with these cavemen and like dinosaurs, I'm like, what was the one that had like John Travolta dancing? It was this year. He was oh, bald. He was that. dancing. Oh, yeah. um, I do. What was I, it was one? like a landscape company, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Was it Scotts? Scotts or Scotts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was it? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually. I that actually was not. That, that was, was in. One. That was like a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. But like, it got to the point where like, is that John Travolta? Right. He and he's like so dancing, different. like he's in Greece. I, or whatever. I, I, yeah. I just miss it though. I just miss it. it you know, it, it's just not the same anymore. And no, it's I been. Agree. It's been like this for about, I would say, four or five years. Yeah, They've the been slowly declining, yes. and they're being all serious and like, I don't know. It's just not fun anymore. I'm sorry. 
You guys might disagree with me. I I was not a fan of that halftime show no, at all. No, not at all. So I, I like the weekend. Sure. I think he has good songs. I thought the halftime show sucked. I'm glad you brought it up because I agree. I don't think it made sense for the masses because the halftime show is following the storyline of his like last three music videos. So if you know his last three music videos and these like shticks right. he's been pushing, it's telling the story. Like, yeah. He's basically live acting his music videos, right. which, which is to symbolic me make of. Sense in a I, I do agree with you there. Right. It's symbolic of like him and his career and all this stuff, but it doesn't like if you don't know that you're just like, what is this? If you know yeah. that, it's kind of cool, right. but. It wasn't. I don't know if he just was like, "I'm just doing it for me yeah. and my brand like, or what," but it de- a, it definitely didn't make sense if you don't well, know. Well, he the invested seven million of his own dollars, right? So, Which makes me think you know. it just was a deeply personal yes. project he wanted yeah. to do. But yes. it, but like you said, Dan, it doesn't work for the masses. I tell you what. So well, I, he's he's incredibly he's incredibly famous. He's a really good musician. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, half the people watching the Super Bowl on Sunday night had no idea who he was. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've never really cared for halftime shows. Yeah, same. I, I, don't, I, I, I think it's Ryan, so man. weird that we just know. have an imp, like a concert in the middle of a football game. Yeah, you know what's always, I, 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 and that's just so me. gimmicky. You know what's and, funny know. about the the halftime shows? You'd think that those artists get paid a lot. They get paid nothing. Yeah. Oh, they get paid something. They get paid nothing. 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 It's marketing and PR for the artists. The NFL like does not pay them. Huh. So that makes sense when you said the weekend spent seven million dollars yeah. out of his own money. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm, I assume. Like he, because regardless of whether people liked it or not, which most people seem to have not, he's still going to get a boost. I mean, and, oh, sure. still, and I the weekend that. is highly yeah. respected in the industry, from what I understand. I mean, he's the singer on a oh, lot. Oh, he's a great musician. I mean, I, th- I think I think people on Twitter, huge artists. I think people you know? on Twitter who are are going a little too far, trying to say he's better than Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson's ridiculous. personal Michael Jackson's <laughs> personal things notwithstanding. Right. But no, that's absurd. <laughs> Honestly, anyone who says anyone's a better performer than him is insane. Yeah. Unless we're talking Elvis or something like you're really you're really treading on some wacky sure. wacky I didn't understand there. the jock straps on the guy's faces. <laughs> oh no, no, no. So so part of his story <laughs> is it's like this whole thing where he gets beat beat up and his face is all messed up. And there were several months where in public he would always have like fake bruises and cuts all over. Yeah, his face. and then like the the fake uh, plastic then, surgery. So then and he stuff. had this music video where and like he would go out in public like that, like yeah, he had fake bruises. Yeah, and like he had this thing. Yeah. If you've ever seen people get face surgery, they look they wear yeah, those masks. No, no, no I yeah. got. I, well, and so that was part of one of his music videos, uh, and like he went in an awards thing wearing that, and everyone's like, "What is he doing?" And then his last music video, which came out this year, like obviously intentionally weeks before the Super Bowl performance, he had this weird like, new face, like fake plastic surgery. Look, yeah, and, remember, but it was fake; it wasn't real. Like he didn't really do it, but that's just part of the shtick. Like I remember seeing that photo, masks. I was like, "What happened yeah. to Tyler Perry?" I remember seeing it, it, it. That's what yeah, he looked yeah, like. He looked, looked like a yeah, weird. He, looked, he yeah. looked like a weird. And yeah. It was obviously a shtick, and right. and that's why the the and that part of the show was the was him in that part of his career where he's like doing that and you know. Got it. But whatever. I when mean, I saw all those guys on the field, with, I just thought that was like their their solution to everybody wearing masks. It also and, was though because you know, it, they weren't supposed to be wearing masks. They were supposed yeah. to have their mouths. Yeah, you know, but they all had a mask. They had a mask, and which is actually, what made it end up looking like it did look like a job on their face. Yeah, yeah. It looked like they had <laughs> tiny whiteies on their face. <laughs> it did look yeah. like a job. Not a great optic. I don't know. Yeah. We're yeah. picking it apart, but at the end of the day, like I've just never, 
I've never really been super big. I, you on know, because I think shows. what you just said right there, you were saying getting to something earlier that I want to touch on. Like, it's always just a gimmick. Like, if it's if it's Lady Gaga, oh, she's gonna do something zany, or if it's Beyonce, I right. guess we're just gonna watch dancing the whole Left time. Left Shark with uh, Katy Perry, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that that, be, that became yeah. its own thing. Or if it's like Jared Bruce Jackson Springsteen in the wardrobe, yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. you, they're all gonna do the thing they do, right? Right. So right. I never, I agree with you. I don't really care about the yeah. halftime show, but yeah. I do like the weekend, and I love his music. So for the first time, I actually knew most of the songs in yeah. the halftime show. But. Interesting. Yeah, it was a yeah. weird performance for sure. Yeah, it was. It was bizarre. Yeah. And I think you, I think one or both, maybe multiple people said it. It just that's you got to know the audience here. Like you're not just this is like yeah. if you're gonna go to a weekend concert, you know what you're gonna get yourself into right. and what you should expect. But like mm-hmm. the, the the halftime show, of the Super Bowl needs to be for the masses. There's a lot of different people watching right. the the Super Bowl, and they're not all gonna be yeah. into yeah. you know one Especially specific you want to genre. Watch yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless. There's some stat that he found that maybe he could boost his sales. Well, I, I did know. see that. It's I actually, I, I, listened, like I heard that. that on the radio. I heard Morgan uh, Wallen had the same uh, stat. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, different <laughs> reasons. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I think oh boy. The, the weekend sales are up like 300 percent or something. Like yeah, that. and so, I, you know, so that, there, is it, there yeah. it is, right there. You know, like, yeah. that's exactly Yikes. why he he did this. I'm assuming. But, yeah. You know. uh, Further proving that there is no such thing as bad press, right? Yeah. Right. The, the oh, Super Bowl halftime show universally hated. Sales are still skyrocketing. Yeah. Using some slurs, not the nicest Ugh. language. Scale, uh, skyrocketing sales. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, got that loyal fan base. Oh, jeez. Yep. 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 Boy. Michael Jackson right. did his things, and people still love him. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Well, on that note, yeah, we ended up uh, quite, hey, the, quite the uh, trail. <laughs> we just went down there. That's guys. gonna. That's probably gonna do it for us uh, tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry to uh, what start us I end do, on that be, note. Before we end, though, I do, I do. We usually ask guests and a couple pop questions for Cleveland. I'm just curious. Uh, we're gonna let's just do like three. We can do like yeah, three. Sure. So, do you have like a favorite brewery in the city? Like, are you into the local craft beer scene? Uh, I'm not a huge fan. But I do like that Fathead Brewery. Fatheads, yep. all yeah, right. I've been there. I think it's this is the cool. second week in a row. Our guest the, is like the uh, the big warehouse in Middleburg. Correct, in yeah. Middleburg. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really a cool vibe, and, yeah. and it's it's absolutely it's fun. Sure, mm-hmm. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, great. I mean, that's everybody, everybody yeah. here knows it's my favorite brewery. Oh, so yeah, nice. But um, so let's do. Do you have a favorite restaurant or something like that? My favorite restaurant. Believe it or not, is the Italian Village in Strongsville. Yes. Get okay. Yeah. Yes. Been. Oh yeah. Oh, I grew yeah. up in Strongsville. Uh, Strongsville. Chicken yeah. Francais is out of this world. Yeah. No way. Yeah. We we, we ordered. Uh, we, well, we would go there a lot, but yeah. Uh, if we had like family parties and stuff, sometimes we would order uh, from there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Real good Italian place. Village. Guess I gotta go check in it out. In the Ville, baby. That's right. Um. And final question. Yes, sir. If you were to bring one of your LA buddies to Cleveland for the first time. What place or places do they have to see? Well, definitely the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, I mean, I would classic. Definitely suggest that. Yeah. Um, let's see where else. I'd probably take them. Well, it's not Cleveland, but it's Can. I would take them to the Can Football Hall of yeah. Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, come on. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, who absolutely. doesn't like football? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Female, male, whatever. Yeah. yeah. D- different age groups. I would recommend they go there. 
totally rebuilt that place down yes. there too. Yeah. Yes. I think they're still. I think they're yeah, still they're doing still working stuff. On yeah. it, but it's it's a gorgeous uh, compound down yeah. there now. Yeah. And yeah. I tell you what, our boy Clay Matthews snubbed again. Ugh. I don't know what oh. we got to do. What do we got to do to get this man in the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, yeah, His numbers stack yeah, up with everybody. I know. Right. That's a, I'm sorry. That's another sidebar. Oh bar, no, but, but oh I agree with you. I agree with you. Absolutely robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe run them through the flats. I mean, the flats. Yeah, you know. Yeah, where, where are you going to get I a beer? I would say with the history too, like with the Browns. Like, wasn't that like the hub for the Browns fans way back oh, when? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh, the old God. East, the old East Bank. Yeah, when I was running yeah. down yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, and I'm then, 55 years old. You guys are a lot younger than me, but back in the heyday, and then in the, in the 80s, in the 80s, 90s. Whoo! Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, it was a place to be. Yeah. You know, it was like there was a Joe's a, Crab Shack down there, wasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. that. It was like being in New York uh, I City. I remember Joe's. Crab yeah, Shack. I mean that was New York City. Yeah. yeah, I mean you know. What do you think of it now? Like the new, the revitalized flats? Because I like it. Very pricey, so I don't go a lot. But like, uh, I think it's cool. It's, I think it's cool. A cool. No, part don't of get town. me wrong. It's yeah. cool. It's just uh, there's still a lot of uh, closed down, dilapidated yeah, buildings down yeah, there. Yeah, it's. Uh, hmm. Work in progress, maybe. Yeah, it is, and it, it doesn't help. As COVID as didn't help. Going. Yeah. I mean, it's dead there every oh day God. now. God, yeah, that's, mm. it's sad. It's sad. But mm. back in the day, man, that place rocked. Yeah. Uh, every night. Yep. Down there every night. Shooters on the West Bank, uh, East Bank. You had yeah. you know Flanagan's. There was some bars down there. You guys probably don't even remember. They've been closed for a long time. But the, the Riverwood, the Flanagan's. Yep. Yeah, there's just mm. some places down there that were just yeah, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So one last one that I had. Yes, Today's sir. National Pizza Day. I don't know if anybody knew it. What's your Did favorite not. pizza pie in Cleveland? Better ingredients. I'd have to say. Stop it. A, at, at, at what oh time God. of the day, though? Like Ooh. late night? Little got a little buzz flying. Oh, that's a good. That's a good qualifier. That's a good qualifier. Hey, you give us qualifier. more than one. What, okay, what's your favorite late night spot? Edison's. Yes. Oh, okay. You kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little drizzle of parmesan on the crust. And the honey, the garlic. You get a pepperoni. You drizzle the honey but on I, it. Oh my god. Four or five slices <laughs> on the way home. It's all over you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, let's see. It's my favorite. Oh, there's so many of them out there. Yeah. My God. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Italian Village is good. No, you're right. They do have good pie there. Italian Village does have good pie. Um, I'm just trying to think. There's a place in Cleveland Heights. Okay. I'm trying to think of the name of it only because it reminds me of the pizza I used to get out. In L.A. at Vito's Pizza. Okay. On La Cienega. A fabulous pie. Um, what is the name of that? That's interesting, too, because L.A. is not really known for good pizza. No, it's not, but there's a lot of uh, people from Jersey and New uh, York that true. are out there. True. Um, Did you just say Jirachi's? It's Jirachi's. No, that's Jirachi's. There's another one in Cleveland Heights. Marata's, thank you. Marata's? Marata's is fabulous. Right on Lee Road, Cleveland Heights. Okay. okay. I don't yeah, get out to Cleveland The gentleman's from often. New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, we gotta, you got to yo, go to Marata's. Dan, we got to try this you out. You have to try Marata's yeah. Pizza. So it's my so my, my favorite one, there. It's it, one of the owners is from New York, New Jersey. It's called Il Rioni. It's in oh, Gordon yeah. Square. Absolutely. Oh, I've heard of that. 65th. Haven't been there yet. 65th in Detroit. I gotta just go. saw that on uh, uh, 
Good Day Cleveland. Oh, it's so good. I have to go. Oh, you have to. I appreciate that. They're still they're still doing uh, to go only because of COVID. Okay. And uh, they're I I think they're working on an expansion. Okay. Uh, But you can still like you can call them and then go pick it up. They'll walk it out to you. I'm there. It's it's incredible. I'll show you some pictures of it. Uh What's your favorite pie? What do you get there when you go? So I'm I'm. Uh, very simple okay. when it comes to pizza. So you just give me a straight cheese or margarita, and I'm good. Mm. Or just pepperoni. Oh, I mean, I'm good with that. Yeah, but yeah. I will say, and I haven't had it yet. Supposedly they have an incredible clam pie. Oh, that I want to try. Oh. It's incredible. Oh my god. Yeah. Time they open till. I actually think they're only they're they got weird hours. They're only yeah. open till like four to eight or something like that. Yeah, that's very odd hours. And then on the weekends they might be open later. But uh, they always, okay. had, they always so had weird good. hours even before COVID, too. Mm-hmm. I have to find out. I've heard good if things like, about that If you place. like Neapolitan-style oh. pizza, Harlow's is good in Lakewood. Harlow's. Okay. Yeah, Harlow's. Yep. On, uh, on Madison. Yep, Harlow's. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, Citizen Pie is pretty good in Citizen Neapolitan. Pie is very good. That's on uh, that's on 25th. Yeah. And that's over on the east side, too. I think Cleveland Heights has a location. I'm, I could be wrong I, on that. Maybe you're right. I know there's more than one. And then there's, there's a place downtown on 4th that opened during COVID, it's like a Roman style pizza place that Citizen Pie opened. We still haven't been there, and I, I can't remember what it's go. called. Huh? But uh, it's 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 down on East Fourth. It's like right across the street from like uh, where Lola and Mabel's are. Oh, okay, okay. So I I, like, uh, I need to try that too. Ohio Pie Pizza Two and Six is great. Oh, that's good. Stuff. I like Ohio Pie Ohio Company Pie's Brunswick very is good. very good. Big fan. Have if you it? haven't, if you haven't, uh, get their cookies. The cook, yeah. I always uh, speaking of uh, late night. Uh, we need to soak up the alcohol pizza, Nunzios. Oh, so Nunzios. I'm always Nunzios a fan of good. Nunzios. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Roman Fountain in Lakewood's but... got a nice pie. I've never had Roman their. Fountain. Believe it or not, I've had their wings. I've never had their pie. Their pie is yeah. filthy good. I need to try it. Yeah, Roman Fountain. Very, very <laughs> starving. Good pie. I know. Right now, <laughs> I want pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we—I mean, we could talk to you for like yeah, six we, we hours, can go so. on and on and on. But I appreciate oh, guys, we appreciate oh, you coming on and telling us all the stories. So. We're gonna have to have you on more oh, times in the future. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We'll do it again. Just get yeah. with Junior over there for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. My man, there he is. <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet you got some stories about old Jim Senior. Oh boy, I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Oh, man. he's awesome. Oh my he's god. Awesome. It's just great family. That's, that's all you can say. 100%. Great family, 100%. man. Love well, it. we appreciate you coming on, Joe. Thanks, yeah. for, gentlemen. thanks for uh, Thank you. Uh, uh, being with us. Thanks for bringing the beer. It was excellent. My pleasure. Yeah, great and, choice. Uh, Next time we'll bring some pies, man. We'll oh, just oh, that's a good call. We'll shout out, huh? Yeah. Break Can't some wait. bread. What are you we doing do next week? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like Joe Torrey. What are you doing? Yeah, or Fratello. What are you doing, hey, are you doing after week? the podcast? Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> hey, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> Chauffeuring you around. I got yeah, nothing either. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, so we thank Joe... You can uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Check out our website, lotlpodcast.com, where you can find all of our embedded links to all of our episodes, and uh, we will uh, catch you guys later. So for Joe, Jimmy, Jordan, and Ryan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, episode 147, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. See ya. Bye. Bye.